Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another go live. Uh, it's sweltering hot in the UK, where me and Asa are sweating our balls off in these little studios, where all these lights pointing in our faces for you. But we're not as sweating as hard as the FTC's lawyers have been this past week, as it's been interesting. It's going to be one of those kind of shows. We have. Two incredible gents making their return on to go live. But before we go hard into introducing these two legends, let me introduce Asa, another legend. How are you, sir? I'm fantastic. So last week after the show, people don't know this because it happens after the show, we closed it off. We ran the outro trailer. We've got the new one of those today, by the way. But we ran the outro trailer and then Ooh. we were sitting in the green room and Gaz said, I'm so bored of ABK talk. We're not talking about ABK anymore. So as you can imagine, I've been looking forward to this week so much. This is going to be such a good go live. We're not going to mention activism, Blizzard King. We're not going to mention the FTC or the CMA. There's no discussion about that. Gaz has never let me down before. So cannot wait. Let's get into it. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, about that. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry, Asa. Today's the first time. Um, it's... Even you will admit, slightly unavoidable this time. <laughs> to be fair, I told you at the time, like that's a nice idea, yeah, but did. actually we're just getting to the to the point where it's going to be unavoidable. So, yeah, there's going to be some of that. If that's what you're here for, don't close the browser. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 we will talk games. Come on, man, this is a gaming show. There's a lot of gaming news as well as a result of all this malarkey, man. You guys got to see the madness but before we do that let's introduce our panel yes it is poster and faith in the chat oh copy just kicked in oh. let's go let's go let's just go yes, hard on this boys who, who do i introduce post up come here bro no you are the man you are the man that's listen this is this is your time to shine, bruv. You've been waiting for this. <laughs> this is it, FTC Ooh. week. It's DJ. Oh, <laughs> what you said? Look, um, it's we've been at this for over a year. Um, yes. Well, yes, Microsoft like been um, dealing with other regulatory bodies. I would have thought the FTC would have been doing their homework, doing their research, getting their resources together and trying to build a case against why they feel this um, deal should be blocked. But that hasn't yeah. happened. They haven't been gathering resources. They haven't been doing any research. And they came into this case with the same, um, with the same premise that they did starting off, which is console SLC, uh, exclusivity, and cloud and in the last two days they have gotten obliterated on all levels and it's it's funny because it happened twice right if you go you over mean? to and, and i'm gonna explain it happened twice right and and i'm saying it in this context first it was nvidia sony 
Google, right? The FTC and the CMA rolling against Microsoft. NVIDIA pulled up in Europe and say, look, me and Microsoft talked this out. Sony, <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't rocking with you no more. Yeah. Google pulled up to the FTC case yesterday for the FTC and Sony side and laid a deposition that was in favor of Microsoft. Yeah. Right? So NVIDIA went with Microsoft helped clear um, the cloud negative um, narrative. The guy they had on the stand with Google proved that cloud was not a separate market and that the stadium was competing with PlayStation and Xbox. <laughs> <You can't... laughs> and and he, he, he finally realized what he did and got quiet, but it, it was too late. It was too late. And, and the Microsoft lawyer had already got him to say what he said. And the judge was like, yeah, we, we get your point. We, we, we get your point. But yeah, we're finna cook. It is a lot to talk about. There right? is. Um, I know if people are tired of this topic, but I think right now with these, this is the, this is the, when this is the, we're not going to get another opportunity like this to get this big of a window into the industry. You know what I'm saying? Which they pretty much lock us out of. And, and it's hard to get this type of information that we're getting. We're getting some concrete stuff in terms of the dealings that go on between Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo and things like that. So I'm, I'm ready, man. Whatever you want to start off with, let's go. You were absolutely no. You kind of went in there, but we will talk about that chat. We'll bring that in near the end and then My we'll bad. I, I kind of went in already. No, no, no that's good. You know, that's good. Go, <laughs> no, don't worry. My man said, like, introduce like... yourself. Post was like, nah, we're getting to these topics. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just post up. That's on G-State again. My bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just going ready to cook. <laughs> I was like, how you doing, post up? Well, the FTC is fine. Okay, well, that's a good start to the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Go ahead and do your thing, Faye. That's all good. That's all good. Well, Fame, shout out to you, brother. Welcome. It is your second time here on Go Live. It's gonna good to have you on, man. How you hey, doing, man, bro? I, 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 listen, I appreciate the invite because uh, a lot of people don't don't want don't want don't want fame on their shows. I don't know why. I, I just like to crack the <laughs> laugh. But I want to be as confident as this man here, knowing that uh, you know <laughs> that, that things are going to be all right in life. And you know, I, I I had to smile when you DM me, like, "Oh, I'm going back." All right, cool. I look that confident. <laughs> and y'all take a picture. So when y'all say when 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 Microsoft won Activision Blizzard case, I was there. <laughs> I was there. But shout out to you, man. I appreciate y'all uh, with the invite. Uh, Post is good to be with you as always, man. But I'm looking forward to the show, man. Shout out to the chat. Uh, shout out to my uh, level one gaming family who was in the building. Uh, shout out to Salt Mines who was also in the chat. I see you, Salt Mines. Uh, Salt Mines in the chat. One of the funniest, oh, one of the funniest dudes on on, on YouTube, right? His uh, skits are incredible, dude. H- hilarious. When when he did the last one, when he's uh, with 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 the pony with the pony mat, bro. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah, saw I that. That's you, mad. Man. Oh man, the Salt Mines is wicked, man. He needs to make more content because he's he's yeah. too good to be sitting. I was gonna in call with him like... earlier, telling him the same thing. Like, bro, like the streets is needing you, like, like weekly, daily. You know, we, we need that content. But weekly, it's hard. Hope, I know it's hard. It it's hard. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, shout out to Salt Mines. Shout out to everyone. Shout out to the 350 people already into the chat. Hit that like button. 
because we're going to go we're going to go hard before we do we have to talk about games uh, and what games the people have been playing acer acer i caught your live stream sorry i didn't realize you were, i live streamed at the same time as you and you had this really cool uh fine uh street fighter background you seem to have an affinity with the street fighter which i find pretty interesting oh, I've, anyway i've played it far less than i want to i um i got an arcade stick and it was a disaster oh, yeah? I cannot use that thing for shit. <laughs> it's so hard. I can control it now. Hard. Need to need to change some things up. I've not played as much of it as I like, but Street Fighter for me is um like it's, it works brilliantly well at a terribly low level. Like I I'm undefeated by the way. If anybody's thinking like you've got a chance, you haven't, but it works really well at my terribly low level, if I'm being honest. I'm not very good at it. Um I've not played fighting games like that since Street Fighter Two. And it's all really nicely balanced and like, easy to understand and get to grips with. But then you look at the high level play and everything works so well there as well. Uh, it's just it's a masterclass in how to do a competitive game in that sense so i'm having a lot of fun with street fighter i've dabbled in a bit of the ascent still which is gorgeous i'm still having a love-hate relationship with diablo 4 there's a lot about that game to like the and hate? there's a lot where's that the hate? i'm really not enjoying building my class in that relative to Diablo mm. 3. I played Diablo 3 fairly recently. I was playing it with my family and we'd have all these conversations. They're like, oh, what skill should I use for, for my barbarian or whatever? And the answer is like, do the one that sounds fun, use it and see if you like it. And if you don't like it, switch to a different one. And Diablo 4, I'm not far enough to have exposed all of the mechanics, so it could change. But for me, it feels very much pigeonholed into a spec that the developers have designed for you. So I'm a sorcerer. It might be like, um, maybe the other classes have a bit more flex, but if you pick a sorcerer, you're going to be either fire, lightning, or frost. And you kind of limit your skills quite drastically according to that choice. It doesn't have the runes anymore, so it just feels way more mm. limited. Um, and it's what level are you? It's open world, right? So, so I keep seeing. I saw a treasure goblin out in the world yesterday and killed it. And then, like three seconds later, it respawned, and killed it. And then three seconds later, it respawned, and you get the same thing with ah. the events around the map. And it's like, oh, this is this doesn't yeah, feel I've as good the as these games used to do. Um, but it is gorgeous. Mm. The story and the voice acting and all the rest of it is a massive step up. So, gonna persevere, but love hate, love hate. Um, what level I'm still are you? It's the end of. Horizon Forbidden West. Sorry. What level are you on Diablo? I've got um I've only got as far as this is when I say I haven't exposed all of the skills and things yet. I've only got as far as the first passive, you know, you, you the um enhancements they call yeah. them. I've got the first one of those unlocked, so like between 20 and 30, I think, not that high. Okay. You've got a fair bit to go. It might change mm. on you. It, that's what but I mean. I it might expose all event. kinds of mechanics and flexibility, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. Okay. Um, what about you, Post Up? What have you been playing, bro? Or have you just been watching the FTC shit? Come on, bro. You know, mm. they say, you know, I don't play no games. I just play the courtroom. You know, that's what they, they tell me. <laughs> that's um, they always say. <laughs> yeah. um, I finally started on Hogs War Legacy. I'm having a ball with that. Uh, I got to get back to it. Oh, yeah, the last thing I played, though, was... um. The Final Fantasy 16 demo because I wanted to see what the hoopla about. I was doing more watching than playing. Um, <laughs> I I think for the first 20 minutes, it was just you just having the controller in your hand. I mean, I pressed the start button and I thought I was about to get to it. The characters start running and things start, you know, tumbling down around and you think you're about to fight and you just uh, go to another cutscene, and you're sitting there for ten <laughs> to fifteen minutes watching a cutscene, listening to this this conversation. Then you start moving again, and you think you're about to fight again. 
Yeah. And you go into another cutscene, and then you yep. finally get to the training ground where you learn how to fight. That's cool. So you learn how to fight, and you think you're about to go fight now because you didn't learn how to fight, but you go to another cutscene, and then another <laughs> cutscene, and then. I got up to the part where I beat the boss, that little green felon fell thing with the arms and stuff like that. Yeah, and I didn't go back to it after that. Um, I don't know what's going on. And I don't know if this is a... Is it an accessibility feature? I don't know. But <laughs> I think Street Fighter do it where you could... All these games where you just need one button to do everything fight special moves die it does every it does everything for you so you 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 got these things where you're able to carry like three three or four rings and you're able to equip whatever ring and so you got this one ring that you can wear where if you equip it equip it when you're fighting all you need to do is just sit there and press the square button it'll dodge it'll get out of the way it'll do defense it'll do all that for you what is this the way that that which I assume is an accessibility mechanic. The way that's woven into the game menu, like actual UI there, yeah. I was confused. I was like, Me too. <laughs> I was like, this looks, this sound, when you read the description of it, there's one that does auto evade for you. Yeah. I'm like, well, like, that is OP. Why is this one of those? Because I only heard it on Twitter. If mm-hmm. I was on Twitter, I'm like, this sounds like really overpowered. This must be an accessibility feature. But you, sh- the game almost introduced it as like you equip these rings as your gear. So you've got your top three, yeah. and then the bottom three you have the rings. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna do that because I'm like, bruv, the game is hardly giving me much gameplay anyway. Why would anyway, I take away? Exactly. Like, we'll, talk about, we'll talk about Final Fantasy in a bit, but so yeah. you've been playing the demos. That's quite... I will, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll check out the demo. About that. <laughs> about in, it. in the next topic, anyway. Okay, I want to get ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll break it down, because yeah. I've played it a little bit, okay. because the game won't let me play it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're definitely going to talk about that, too. <laughs> Only, but so some sincere conversations as well. Um, but fame, what have you been playing, brother? Listen, man, these folks don't care about what I'm playing, but I'm gonna say anyway, I've been playing Diablo 4. Uh, I, I was yeah. running early with the homie Salt Mines, uh, Sorcerer Gang. So, I used to talk about the Sorcerer, uh, you know, really trying to make it work. It, it's, it's for people who are new to, to and let's say this is your first Diablo, right? You're thinking, oh, I'm just going to put this gear on because it it, it, it looks powerful. I'm going to put I'm gonna put this piece on. I'm just going to uh, click this ability because this, that, and other. You're not going to do anything. You're going to go in these dungeons and, and get murdered, right? Like, basically, <laughs> yeah. right? You really got to look at what you're doing and look at your passes and look at your abilities and say, okay, this works with this, this adds this, this gets this much damage. So this, today, I really spent today like reworking my entire build for my sorcerer. And uh, yeah, man, I'm Swiss cheesing. Like everything dies immediately. Uh, <laughs> Swiss cheese, sorcerer gang. Uh, I can't wait to play more of this game, man. It's really good. That's that's literally all I've been playing lately. Uh, did you play Diablo 3 a lot? No, it's my first Diablo. Oh, okay. I, I bought Diablo 3, right? Because I was like, okay. Diablo 3 could be my first Diablo game. And then I just started playing everything else, and I never cared. Yeah. And then uh, my homie Baron was playing Diablo 4, and I was like... What's up, Baron? Bro. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I, I'm getting FOMO. Like, I'm, I got the fear of missing out. I get it bad. So yeah, I'm like, yeah. I would have spent 100 bucks and played a couple days early. Now I'm hooked. Now I'm like, dang, I'm, this is the fourth game in the franchise. I'm like, I've missed all these other games I never played. Like, I've been missing out on a whole bunch, right? 
because uh, mm-hmm. I never cared about the I never cared about it until three. And like I said, I bought it and I guess old man brain. I never I never played it. But Diablo 4 is dope, man. I'm really loving it. I don't know oh, if yeah, I'll go fun. back and play the other games. Uh, but uh this is act it's legit, man. It's fun. Yeah, a lot of people are playing Diablo for the first time as well in my circle of friends, and they're enjoying it. And I I played three three only last year, um, and four has been really good. But I've been juggling a lot of games uh, as well, like a lot of older games as well, playing Fallout 4, which was... I played on PC briefly uh, last gen and then stopped, and I restarted it again because Starfield has me so hyped, and I'm really enjoying uh, Fallout. You can do so much in that. Like, it's crazy, um, that game. Um, but yeah, the next game, which is... Uh, <laughs> I've been trolling so hard on Twitter. It's Final Fantasy 16. Um, I, I came this morning. I was like, because uh, I was going to be out uh, with my girlfriend to watch the Spider-Man movie, which is, by the way, let's that that movie is amazing. I it's think legit. I think it's better than the first one for it me. It is legit. It is. It is. Uh, no spoilers there, but it is so good. Um, I saw Spider-Man's that? black spoiler. <laughs> uh, well spider-man's a lot of different things in this one there's, yeah. so many, there's a lot of spider-man um and women uh, in that one but it was so good and bg shared it on twitter um like uh, an, an article where some of the artists and they were just complaining like the really bad work conditions and bg says something crazy like but i can understand that because to produce this kind of quality something has to give um and i was like that's a raw statement to make bg it doesn't necessarily have to (laughs) abuse your staff to get good results and then i watched the movie i'm like yeah (laughs) this movie was so comprehensively just beautiful it didn't let up in its art style at all. Uh, I thought this is one of the best Spider-Man movies ever. So now the both Miles Morales movies, Spider-Man movies to me are the best Spider-Man movies ever made way more than the live uh, action ones. Also watch Top Gun 2, by the way. I Get only watched Top Gun 1. Blizzard King, you prick. This <laughs> 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 quick, quick movie chat. Let's talk about two. Yeah, <laughs> is amazing. Like yeah. Top Gun one, I watched like last last month, and for the first time, for the first time, I watched what? Kid. Yeah, what? I what? It. But there's no, <laughs> bro, that that Top Gun one is like properly gay as in i'm not and i'm just saying it's very homoerotic. <laughs> like if you watch it now, if you, I don't know if you haven't watched it in a while, but the I think the director was going for that. I read it somewhere. Where, like that was the intention. Where the guy would stand in the showers, like Val Kilmer, and he's like, "Oh, it's always like sweat. Ro-. They're all sweaty, and they're all like beads of sweat coming down." I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And me and my boys are watching it together. I'm I like, gotta move my mic. I gotta move. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it is, man. It is properly gay, bro. Like, I'm not saying like in a bad way. Like, that's what it is, bro. You go watch Top Gun one. Tell me that it's not gay. It is. I think they were definitely doing some kind of sub commentary. So I didn't expect that. I thought it was about jets. Um, <laughs> I was like, yo, what the fuck? Me and my boys watching together were like, maybe we should switch something else because it looks like three guys watching gay porn at the moment. And it looks a bit weird. And it was, But then I watched Top Gun 2 and it, it tries to do a bit of that. But oh my God, it is better than this first one. Because 
because this I don't know why I'm talking about this, but it's such a good movie. A chat, yeah, I know. I did not expect that. I did not expect that. (laughs) Yo, no, but the second one is so so good because they build up this like the mission structure in the first one. No one, what the fuck is going on in the first one? Like, but the second one they hyped up so the sounds were so good, visuals so good, soundtrack. So good, man. So I got to watch two amazing movies and back to back. So th- that's in my mind. I've uh, been playing that. And then I got to watch another movie, which was Final Fantasy 16 uh, this morning. <laughs> and boy, boy. Okay, listen, I was trolling, all right? But genuinely, like, all the ponies came at me and say, oh, this guy's playing Final Fantasy for the first time. Listen, you dickhead. I've been playing Final Fantasy 8 when it came out. Mm-hmm. And they, there was not that much freaking cutscenes, bro. That like, yeah. I remember playing Final Fantasy, controlling Squall, and I wanted to see the CGI. I wanted to see the the cutscenes because it was um like it was different. Like you'd see, obviously, you you want to see Renoa in 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 three D goodness, you know, <laughs> compared to she she, she was kind of tasty, you know, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> but. You know, it wasn't. This was a very heavy. So that I've just completed the, I think basically the epilogue. Uh, I won't give too many spoilers. I think this was the same in the demo, but it was a good couple of hours. But there was barely any gameplay. Um, and my impressions are the story looks incredible. Like there are some bits that really got me, mm-hmm. but like I said last week. And this is me as an English person. I'm saying I don't like the English voice acting. Uh, it's yeah. really like, hi, Bartholomew. <laughs> what are you doing? It's just like, and there's that little kid. Yeah. What's his name? Arthur? Whatever his name is. It's just like, <laughs> turns into something. And it's just like, he's still talking in the little kid voice. And it's like, yeah. I don't play Final Fantasy for that, man. Like, I don't mm. know. Maybe I'll get over it because the main story is quite intriguing. Very Games of Thrones, Game of Thrones almost vibes. There's a lot of, it's weird as well. They use the F word there. And I say, fuck. Yeah. I'm like, what? And then there's one scene, she goes, she goes, the woman goes, you cock. I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is Final Fantasy? Or is this Game of Thrones? It's really weird. Asa, I'm so intrigued about your um, impressions of this game because I will say this. You, bro, I, I was a proponent for the change, uh, combat mode. I don't think it's a good idea mm. because I think it's really poor. Based on my early game, mm. i just not engrossed in it whatsoever. It's so simplistic. Triangle mm-hmm. for magic, square for melee attack, mm-hmm. right R2 and square when the cooldown goes down, some power attack. Evade yeah. doesn't feel all that great. If you evade mm-hmm. on time, then it goes to you know, parry mode. And, uh, yeah, and I'm just like, this would have been better turn-based. I, and, mm. and I, I didn't, did not expect to say that, by the way. And this is very early, like epilogue, and all that might change. But I didn't expect to be like, right. I would prefer the, this exact battle in yeah. turn-based would have probably made it more epic. You fight this cabbage thing in the swamp yeah. with loads of arms. And I'm like, it was super easy. It didn't really yeah. give no kind of... And there's no accessibility options. In terms of... Uh, enabled. It was really yeah, easy wasn't. to beat. It was just maybe like... It was, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Make, make Final Fantasy turn-based again. 
<laughs> I I think I love I love turn based uh, RPGs, and I love when Final Fantasy was turn based. Uh, I'm mm. really hoping that this non remake thing is real because um, non is my favorite Final Fantasy game. But turn uh-huh. it, it just it just I don't know, man. I, I feel like that's more strategy involved, uh, and maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm, I'm an old head. Call it what it is, but turn based when it comes to Final Fantasy is the way to go. And I don't know, man. It just it just it just feels better to me. I'm not really into Final Fantasy. I just tried it out just to see what the whoopla about. I don't like turn-based. Um, I don't like. I ain't really into RPGs. Um, period. But uh, my brother used to play them. I used to sit and watch him play them. But even the action, I didn't get what people was with the, with the combat. Like I didn't get the thrill that people was saying. Oh, this is incredible! Devil May Cry. This and that. It, it, it's not Devil May Cry. It, this it, is not Devil May Cry. Not, not even close. And then they talking about the game is seventy five percent cutscenes. Like that's pretty mature, <laughs> bro. So who was that? Skillop who did a review yeah. and said it's like seventy five percent cutscenes. I was what? Like, bro, I can I can believe it because I'm playing, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, partially I was me trolling on Twitter, but mm-hmm. mo- a lot of it, I'm like, bro, like mm-hmm. I have not played in a while now i get it they they have to tell a story but final fantasy 8 what happens you fight what's his name um what's his name the bad guy with a gray trench coat then you end up in the hospital you still walk around there you go to balan then you go you go festival then there's like you 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 get you find that electricity boss there's a lot there's hardly the, the pacing was good with the cgi with gameplay Whereas this was a whole bits where I just sat there for fifteen minutes, just yeah, and then it makes me run forward, and there's another cutscene. I'm like, well, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, I, I genuinely, I, I'm not out here to hate the game, but I think that I don't remember fun. What was the next one? Final Fantasy X. I played, um, uh, you know, Blitzball game, and that was. Hey, like, listen, listen, Blitzball needed needed a needed its own separate. I, I got so many hours. That was a very bro. deep. Actually. So good, bro. So good. Yeah. But I don't know, man. Um, it's it's one I will play. I will play after the show's ended um, because the story is actually quite intri- intriguing. But Asa, um, are you going to buy it? One day. So <laughs> I always play the Final Fantasy games, right? I, I had really low expectations for this one based on most of the trailers. Um, for me, the turn-based thing mm. isn't make or break for a Final Fantasy game. It's not the, the move away from turn-based that was kind of the downfall of the series. I do consider that the series mm-hmm. has had a fair downfall since the olden days. But when I play Final Fantasy VII Remake, absolutely adore, I adore that game. I love playing that game. And partly... Like there's yeah. some nostalgia in there. I don't know if it's as good for people that weren't into seven at the time, but it is executed so so well. And the combat is how you bring a Final Fantasy game forwards. And then I look at the trailers of this one and I see bits that look like Panzer Dragoon and bits that look like Devil May Cry and bits that look like a pretty primal rage beat 'em up thing. And I'm like, what what are you going for? But the music is going to be really good. And maybe the story will work out. Some of the trailers like sold the story quite well. So yes, I will play it. But from the outside, I've not touched the demo, so you can tell me this, actually. You've been playing it quite a bit. The um, the reports on the performance of the game are is not a little great. bit concerning and make me think maybe yeah. I should just wait for the PC version. So which one are you playing on? Are you playing it on its 30 frames mode or its 60-ish? 30 frames, because 60... It drops to 720p in combat. This game, by the way, ponies can yeah. come at me for saying this, it's not that good looking. 
like, no, it's, it not that, it's not next gen, next gen. It doesn't scream like your PlayStation but exclusive. It's, but it's so polished that it didn't need a day one patch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh oops, let me press that. That's but the, uh, it's true. And that was one of those angles. Like, basically, they kept saying it. It went gold like three months ago. And they were like, it doesn't even need a day one patch. I'm like, why would you make that stupid statement? Then you release a demo out, and the game is 720p, Acer. 720p for a game that doesn't look that impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be bits later on. I'm sure there's some bits, but like the game for the most part looks like it could run on a PS4. Um, and yep. the performance in some of those Panzer Dragoon bits, way below 30. I was getting sub 30 on the big battles, like, and it was really janky, man. And it's not Panzer Dragoon Auto style good quality. The, the reticle just it just didn't there was no impact to it. It was just target, target, target very rudimentary gameplay. Mm. Hit with a QTE with loads of time to hit the QTE. Here's a square, here's a circle, running down time, and you've got loads of time. And I'm like, you're taking like to facilitate these cinematic pieces, you're throwing these very base, basic, like mechanic uh, gameplay sections, and I don't know if you'll like it, Acer. I don't. I'm very I, intrigued to see what you think. So, Final Fantasy 15, I didn't like, but I would still buy it for the soundtrack and like set pieces and spectacle. Mm-hmm. I, I really didn't like what they did with that. Trying to trying to make a Final Fantasy Ubisoft game, as far as I was concerned, didn't like the cast of characters. Mm-hmm. Didn't like the the opening with the car and pretty much everything that it did with its open world. Yeah, but it sounds so good and has like it has its moments that are worthwhile. So it's Final Fantasy is like a series that I can't I can't skip or I'll never skip one because I, I adored Final Fantasy VII and I've liked many Final Fantasy like games since. So I'm definitely going to get 16. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely coming to PC within like a year or so, and then I'll get yeah. all of these performance issues going. And I'm not, I'm not saying that as like a massive dig on the PlayStation 5. I know people will take it that way, like, oh, PlayStation 5 is only doing 720p and 30 frames or whatever. But then you look back at Forspoken, and it's like the Luminous engine is bad. Square Enix have a bad engine on their hands, because that mm. game also had ter- terrible performance profiles for the visuals that it was putting out. Um, so mm. I'll, I'll just wait, point. I think. <laughs> I think that'd be the best option. The PC yeah. version would be the be the best. The thing about that, you get all the the, the beaten they chest they was doing prior to this demo, the 4K60, the performance, throwing shots, talking about, well, we're going to show you gameplay, we're not going to show you trailer, and then you you get it, and none of what they were saying is <laughs> the game is not meeting none of what they what they were saying. I mean, when I, I'm not you. I guess the PlayStation community are used to games like that. That cinematic where they go through all those cutscenes. Yeah. I'm not that. It was too many. Like the first I mean, twenty minutes, like you the- solid man. Like this is like bad. Yeah. Like, this is like a very very. Which yeah. I don't mind. Uh, but then I would want the combat to be good, and the combat's yeah. not getting me there. Someone in chat's yeah. asking me if I go. I've got past the prologue, um, so. And I'll play more of it, and all of that can change. All of yeah. my impressions can potentially change. But this game is sitting at an 88 Metacritic. Shout out to BG, by the way. Last week, we asked him his Metacritic prediction. I said 89. He said 88. Right on the money again, BG gets yeah, it. He's been clutch a few times with the, with the Metacritics. <laughs> BG's got, he's got the talent. 
He's got the uh, Metacritic credit where it's due. Title. I think you'll find I said yes, same as BG. Oh, I'm also correct. <laughs> hey, that man has flowers. Yeah, he deserves the flowers. He deserves his flowers for that. Final Fantasy 16 is a good RPG. For uh, generally, the consensus is is that it's great. It's a PlayStation. This year gets its exclusive. That does hit the right notes for a lot of people. I feel like very early on, but I feel like this is one of those Final Fantasy games that once beyond the Metacritic score settling the final fantasy community itself will have some complaints maybe perhaps i Does feel like it that's feature what it... moogles what are those you have never finished a final fantasy game have you <laughs> <laughs> what's a moogle no, I, I don't just, know what a just know that i Is hate like them chocobos, i but... hate them no. <laughs> chocobos are another mainstay moogles they, they usually run like the mail system or some shit like that they're stupid little puffy mm -hmm. things that float around and say Koopo in worse sentences, and I hate them yeah. so much. So if it hasn't got them, then gets both points. Is it seven? <laughs> Did eight have Moogles? I don't remember. I don't like think that. eight has them. Oh no! Someone think, says yes. There's Moogles in it, and it can wait even longer. <laughs> mm, yeah. Like, the funny thing is, this might be the first Final Fantasy game I finished. I'm Final Fantasy Eight. I'm on disc three. Um, and I thought that would be the first Final Fantasy game I played. Final Fantasy Fifteen, I got a decent amount in the in the driving bit, but I just couldn't control these boy band characters. I just didn't vibe with them. And now uh, with these English characters, ban Shab's inevitable for that super chat. Ban him completely. Um, it's Isla's birthday, by the way. So happy birthday, <laughs> Cooper is what the Google Happy saying. birthday, Isla! By the way, <laughs> yeah. shout out to Isla, the moderator in chat who keeps it, who keeps it legit. Shout out to her. What's a Cooper? What is a Cooper? Who knows what the Google say? That's what they say. Oh, Cooper! Yeah. I don't remember this. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean. The thematically it's weird it's almost going mature as well which i don't know if it fits it but i will find but the story i find like there's there's the, the there's some meat to it so past the epilogue there was one moment where these two what do they call them like freaking almost like guardian forces they call them something else there in the game chat let me know and they're like oh they have a what's it called it starts with q or something um they have these like basically these super creatures like phoenixes elkins that's it um yeah so like that element of it is really cool they're like super they're like uh in naruto you've got those nine tail beasts it's like every village had their own like nine like um what they call jinshuruki they have the same version of that in final fantasy so i like that element of it i don't like the british element of it but um i think it'll be interesting i do i am starting to care about some of the characters uh, and that's a good sign so it's early days i'm gonna play final fantasy I I question the combat. I think it's very simplistic. I want to see what PlayStation... I mean, PlayStation guys who actually have the testicular fortitude to tell the truth, like BG. So I want to see BG and his impressions of that game uh, as well. But Fame, is this a game you're going to play? Uh, probably not. Uh, we'll yeah. see. Uh, I, I don't... I mean, it, it, look, it looks good. Uh, I might jump on it. But you know, the crazy part about this is it's, it's wild that the next... Final Fantasy game would be an Xbox exclusive. Like, that's wild to me, right? Mm. Uh, if you think about it, uh, you know, what was uh, Starfield was supposed to be? It was, it was supposed to be a PS5 exclusive along with Ooh, Destiny. We're going to talk about Tokyo. that. And, and every game 
it seemed like that, that or franchises getting kept from Xbox. Xbox like, you know what? You fucked around and you find it out, and I'm buying you, right? So the and next Final Fantasy exactly game will be exclusive. Exactly how I was gonna it's word gonna be, it. It's gonna with be the Starfield thing. Fuck around, yeah. which game is out. that? Huh? Now which think about it. it. You got you got you had Deathloop, Ghostwire Tokyo. Both were it was a year's exclusivity mm-hmm. uh, on PS5, and then it's not. I mean, it's it's being brought back up in the news, but it's not new news mm-hmm. that PlayStation One and Starfield as exclusive. This was yeah. This was, yeah I mean, the rumor mill was suggesting that we got confirmation this time. That's the difference yeah. in court oh. as well. Square Enix came and then, and then now the stuff are coming out about uh uh you know. Activision saying, hey, Microsoft, give us a bigger cut or we're not going to ship it on Xbox. And Xbox is like, you know what? I'll just buy you. Like, you you, you belong to me now. So now since Final Fantasy is exclusive to PlayStation and Square Enix been tripping, not want to bring know. Final Fantasy VII over, Microsoft is going to buy the ass and just say, you know what? It's they did come out and say they, they was, they're interested in a Final Fantasy Call of Duty. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Final, they literally said that. I mean, at this point, they could do that. It wouldn't surprise me because the combat is... Exactly. Yeah. It looks like they're trying to get the mass appeal, but I don't think the combat is very early, though. So, But it's not impressed me at all. It's not impressed me at all. Shout out. Shout out, by the way, to Robbie NH. Welcome to the Game on Daily family. I'm going to make sure your stay here is incredible. Shout out. Thank you so much, man. The support means a lot. Final Fantasy is just, uh, I'm not trying to shit on it. It's just my genuine impression of it. I I am intrigued enough to play that. And it might be the first one I actually complete uh, before even Final Fantasy VIII, which says a lot. Um, Performance-wise, it's not great, even quality mode. Um, The controls don't feel all that smooth. Combat doesn't feel great. Sounds like, guys, what is actually good? And really, it's the story. Voice acting is a bit wooden. It's all like, Oh, King Bartholomew. And I'm like, uh, some actors are better than others. Not get really feeling it. But very early on, I feel like there's more to it than I'm... I'm seeing the reviews. Like, well, maybe there is something there. So let's see. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Max C with a $5 super check. It was a wild week. Shout out to the homie post up 100 Final Fantasy 16. No... No color, no play. Yeah, I'm tired of Square Enix with this bullshit. Baron talking jigabo. 15, no. 16, I hope it dies. What does that mean? Back City is. Uh, I, I don't know if he meant. I don't know if he meant bow. I, I think. I think he meant another word, maybe. Unless I'm tripping. You don't want to read. I'm that. not getting that. <laughs> yeah. What does he made me say? What does that mean? <laughs> I tell you, I tell you after the show. What? 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 Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, but... Max City tweaking right there. Go ahead. <laughs> Is it? I tell you. I tell you. I t- we'll talk about it after. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Shabs with a ten pound super chat. Happy Cooper birthday, Isla Magonads. Coupo poo. Is that the noise it makes? I don't remember anything like that. Hit that like button. Sorry, Acer. Coupo. <laughs> I thought we banned him. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, uh, Shabs, for that. Um, So, going, we talk about gameplay changing. um, Then we, I saw, well, I shout out to six hundred people plus six hundred thirty in the chat. Hit the like button. One thing I saw, and this is really to me sounds like PlayStation guys really coping with Starfield, and they went on. 
and on about these two revelatory negatives for this game. One is the fact that which I don't give a shit about, but apparently it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. No land vehicles in the game, so you can't go drive around on the planet, which mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. Because when I go to a foreign planet, I think the terrain is going to be definitely one where I can just drive my Mako around, like in Mass Effect, that went well. Um, and then the other one was that 100 planets, about mm-hmm. about 100 planets in Starfield out of a thousand have life in them. And I was like, oh, they're all barren, empty planets. And I'm like, no, that's a good thing. I don't want to procedurally generate bullshit, crappy AI or mobs or anything meaninglessly. Bro, in the history of our humankind, we still haven't managed to find one planet with life out there. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) And these guys are crying about a thousand planets with a thousand lives. Like, that would have meant that it was just procedurally generated for the shit of it. That the, there was no thought behind it. It's like that Goldilocks principle. When you finally enter that planet, the it is then a special moment when you do come across some life. A hundred planets a lot. Now, how does that work in terms of pacing? Like your limited time in game, is it going to be a bit of a stretch that most of the time you keep encountering barren planets where it's just resource hogging? That might not be great. But if it's balanced out right and you do encounter planets with life in them, that's the way it should be. Do you, what do you think about that post? Are you, are you worried about not being able to drive on planet Zero Alpha Centauri X? No, um, no. I like the fact. I like the fact that it's not going to be life on every planet. I, I like the yeah. fact that they're making it somewhere. Uh, uh, scarce scarce you know meaning yeah. that you will have to literally get deep into the game and go to different solar systems to find the life whether opposed to having life on what's the point of having life on a thousand planets you know how much writing and and, and backstory you need for need for all that yeah it, it wouldn't make the, ex, the exploration part in terms of looking for the life it wouldn't be no fun in it because you know you could go to any planet and find somebody. That's a great point. Exactly. You might get players who actually go around exploring, trying to find all the different types of life and taking pictures and stuff like that as well. I can yeah. definitely see that happening. In terms You're of right. the vehicle, I'm not worried about that. You got the backpack that it, that can jetpack. Um, got yeah. different levels of gravity. You got the jetpack that'll get you on fast. I think it's modifiable and upgradable and things like that. Whatever this game don't have, the mod community will make sure it have. That's a great point. It, 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 you go look at um, but that um, but that's a pass in terms of Skyrim and all they, the mod community is incredible. It is deep. They are going to do things with Starfield that probably um, Howard and them didn't have the time to do. They're going to take this game to a whole nother level, and I think that's good. So you 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 get a nice foundation for the gamers. And then you let the community go well with their um, imagination in terms of the things they can add to it. Win-win, yeah. as far as I can... I, I'm absolutely. Concerned. No, as, absolutely. As long, absolutely. Yeah. as long as those mods will be playable on, on, on the console version, right? Because otherwise... Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, that's, a good portion of it would, would, be left, would be left out of it, right? So as long as, long as it's allowed, uh, you know, allowed on console version, that's a W. 
Yeah, I think like Fallout 4 has got mods on Xbox. Oh, I expect, console, yeah. Yeah. Not equivalent to the PC version, no. That's, that's still an open oh, question because no, now that Bethesda are now that Bethesda are part of Microsoft, mm. like in theory, they'd it. have a bit more leverage to to make that stuff happen. Yeah, it's limited what you can and can't change um, on the console version. Mm. On the PC, they can do anything and everything, and everything more. That's a good conversation <laughs> to have, though. Mm-hmm. Will will in this generation will um, the console get that type of, you know, what I'm saying, access that the PC have. That's mm, I well, didn't know that. I thought it was the same. I, I didn't know that. PC, well, uh, console guys are not happy with the manner in which um, things, the treatments happen. Because this yeah. week, I know, didn't have it in my topic list, but now I remember because of all this FTC bullshit. We got some <laughs> negative news on Xbox. Microsoft is now seeking uh, to raise the price of its consoles yeah. as well as raise the price. And this is a big one. Yeah. Game Pass. Finally, mm-hmm. it, it it happens. The thing yeah. that have hap- they held the line on the for price a for a very long time. Mm. And now that line has broken. Game Pass is granted is like a dollar or two dollars yeah. um, uh, increase, but it starts now. And from now on, you can see that like the the the, the thing is broken. A lot of people thought. They will stay there. I don't know why people thought we said this repeatedly on the show. Like, what makes you think this subservice is so special that it will have a static price for ages? Like, it makes no sense. Like, even Microsoft was saying, oh, Microsoft can just say that they'll keep the, uh, they will promise in perpetuity to keep the Game Pass price the the same to appease regulators. I'm like, that's never going to happen. It's so stupid Mm. to say that, uh, to suggest that, and even Mm. attempt to do that because you know, market forces or whatever. But as far as an excuse is concerned for this happening, I don't think Microsoft have an excuse, a valid excuse. They may have been making, yeah, Sony did it last year. The cost of everything is increasing. I, my attitude is Microsoft just swallowed the cost. Feels like we're paying for, paying more for a console that just seems weaker. And it goes for the PlayStation as well. I mean, 720p is a bit laughable <laughs> for a game like Final Fantasy that doesn't look all that next gen, barring some... We some can only set do pieces. this on the PS5. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's bullshit. <laughs> and then Xbox is the worst culprit there as far as yeah. power is concerned. But that that isn't that great post up. Like, what do you think about the price hike for Game Pass and the console price increasing? I think it was inevitable. I feel said this back in I think it was August or October when he did that. Um, what's that? What's a what was that interview with Bloom, Bloomberg where he said at some point they uh, would have to raise the price? It was with that lady. One, I forgot what lady was interviewing interviewing him, but he did say at some point they would have to uh, raise yeah. the price. But and right now they was they was cool. I think this was strategic of uh, them doing it before um, the Activision acquisition because yeah. doing this case they would. That was one of the, the, you know... CNBC interview in September 2022. Yeah, That was one of the points against them saying, look, if they get Activision, they're going to raise the price on Game Pass and their consoles and this and that, and it's going to be bad for the consumers. Well, they did it before, and it's similar to them when they transitioned their first-party games to uh, $70 games, uh, which was strategic as well, since Activision games is already at $70, and you can't have your um, Xbox games at 60 and Activision at 70 and all that Mm. stuff. But, I mean, I look at it like this. It was inevitable. It's a dollar, $2 increase. Um, It doesn't really um, 
hurt my pockets. Um, I just want to see um, after what everything completes with this whole deal and stuff like that, that that increase is represented by value and quality of the content that you're going to um, put into the service. Now, the hardware, I don't understand why the hardware is increasing when you've been saying that you've been having issues um, manufacturing systems. Then you also mm. said your systems is not selling as well as the PlayStation and Nintendo, and yet you're increasing the price there. And you're not doing it in the United States, but you're doing it um, everywhere else. Uh, no, the countries that are not getting the price hike are US, Japan, Chile, Brazil, and Colombia. Those last two countries I will need to visit because <laughs> um, you know what I mean. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we all know what I mean. But um, it's getting a price increase everywhere else. They got uh, 480 pounds up 6.6% yeah. in the UK. 549 euros up 10 percent in europe has 800 australia up six percent and up 8.3 percent in canada wow. canada seems to get screwed all the time i swear yeah, to canada god they just love getting screwed text they yeah, be getting mad for hugger bruh they be getting oh huggers from canada uh, yeah i feel bad for yeah, her yeah she lives in canada i feel bad for her, man she be talking about those prices up there but listen yeah. who who got a dollar who got a dollar? We got a dollar. A dollar. <laughs> a game pass, it's at a big dollar. A dollar. Two dollars the most. And and it's not lost on nobody that Microsoft or Phil yeah. Spencer came out and showed this whole schmeat and, yeah. and gave us all them games. And then the next week was like, yeah, I'm going to charge you an extra dollar for this. Starfield, you ready to drop? Yeah, you're going to yeah. have to pay an extra dollar. Let's take advantage people, of that. A lot of people aren't paying $70 for games. So where are you going to get the revenue from? Don't have to raise the price. It was never a but it's a dollar. Yeah. If anyone runs with this, so but then they, if anyone runs with this, but defended seventy dollars games, your hypocrisy is showing, right? That's a good point. It's a dollar, two dollars if you got ultimate. It's not a big deal. Uh, mm. Our hobby is expensive, folks. I'm sorry. There's no way yeah. you're gonna come out of this unscathed. Whether you buy games, rent games, look at games, play Facts. games, tweet about games, YouTube games, it comes at a price. Right. Mm -hmm. And if we want more, if we want to continue to get more, we're going to have to pay for it. And Phil was like, yo, who got a dollar? And I got a dollar. So I'm going to go ahead and pay my little dollar because I like the service. You want that mm -hmm. McDouble or you want that game pass? <laughs> McDonald's ain't even a dollar no more. McDonald's got a whole you with nothing that's a dollar. <laughs> they got rid of the dollar. The head, as the head of the fat guy coalition, I know this. You got a dollar man, you a dollar. It's crazy. Big, big dude coalition in the building right now. Let me tell yes, you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm waiting on that family plan too. That game pass family plan. Yeah. That that's gonna help too. But um They've been holding the line. Well, how long has our Game Pass been out? What, seven, eight, nine years? Yeah, they've held it for a while. They man. held it for a while, right? Mm. And, um, but it's a slippery slope, man. They can go from now on, it can you expect it to rise, man. Because that whole notion so you're saying, of it being... You're saying this is just the first of many increases to come. I think it happens with all services. Look at Netflix. Yeah. Look at everything. Look at yeah. Amazon. Every subservice that I'm sub to has increased in price. That's My right. gym membership has increased like 10 times. Max, HBO, Netflix, all that has increased. Amazon it's Prime. It's a bit of a piss take. Oh. Wasn't, it like, yeah. wasn't it like three weeks ago that they told us Game Pass was profitable? Yeah, yeah. they did. This profitable <laughs> and they're increasing the price. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's more of a shitty move. 
And we said, well, what's, what's better than profit? What's better than profit? More, more profit. profit. Yeah, but for, for <laughs> but that's but that's the corporation. We don't really give a. I mean, we have to think as consumers here, and I feel like it's a bit of a piss take because now we're finally getting good games, and yeah. then before we've even got them, they're like yeah. price increase. They've seen that. Start start from they've, got, they've been sitting there. They've been going, "Hey, this FTC thing's going really well. We might actually be buying Activision Blizzard in a few days. <laughs> Can you just check your pockets? Has anyone got seventy billion dollars?" <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! They see the reaction to the um the Starfield like yeah yo we need a little tools and fuels man. I think, <laughs> I think we can get an extra two dollars about these people. <laughs> right, I mean yeah, chat is saying that it's um it's not as big a price hike they were expecting. It's only one dollar, yeah. uh, and that's true. Master sit, thank you with the two dollar super chat. It was great show. Keep it Xbox. Thank you for that. And also, we've got Robbie, who is now a member. Thank you for the £2 super check. £2 more is no big deal. I'd pay £5 more if I had to. And he paid £2 just to say that, to give you a little bit of perspective. Now, now if they came out and said, hey, Game Pass going off $5 today, they'll feel we got an effing problem, bro. Yeah, like, we got to watch yeah. people like him. They, you're doing they, too much. They use people like him to, as an excuse to waste prices. We got to, we got to watch him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, you see what happened to the the, the PlayStation? Yeah, we'll pay eighty or hundred dollars for these games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, yeah. What? Please don't do that. dollars. <laughs> Please don't do that. I mean, it's still incredible value for money because this year we've yeah. we've already played High Fire Rush. We're gonna mm. play Starfield. We're gonna play Forza. And you can play other third-party games as well. So it's it's not touchable. And my tweak, I'm looking at the chat. I, somebody said no increase on PC Game Pass. Game Pass went up in general. It, I mean, no, I mean, he's all, right. Erodimus is right. There, there was a, no price hike on PC. That's the piss take. Oh Bye. well, Phil, you can you can suck. Listen, <laughs> no, sir. We're not doing that. And guess he's what? Doing, he's doing it, man. That's what PC's not Pass, getting it. That's what Game Pass right now is seeing its biggest growth. That's in what, PC yeah. in a PC space. Like it, they doing numbers right now in the PC space. That's why they said that's um and they said they expect to do a billion dollars on, on a PC alone. Yeah. And they didn't get <laughs> I don't know, man. No, the PC I mean, always they're growing it. Let's understand that. But, but yeah, shit. The PC always, they man. We always get man. Well, guys, this is always get, <laughs> console gamers are getting treated pretty shitly. As part, I feel so badly. What were the games we got this month? You got you got two two games with gold. PC couldn't subscribe to Xbox Live Gold. They're all crying for it. We're like, let us have whatever game came out this month from Xbox Live Gold. <laughs> yeah man like pc gamers don't tolerate <laughs> bullshit that's why they get they get what they want whereas that's xbox crazy, console gamers we get yeah. screwed and that's not that's cool wild. man yeah. gold is still so antiquated man like to pay to play online it's not that great man pc community uh, second class citizens assemble uh yeah man like it's a bit it's a bit for weird there's no one. excuse for it because the base game pass doesn't come with gold it's just you have to pay for gold if you got this basic game. There, there is no legitimate excuse to raise the price on console and not on PC. Yeah, and I'm not advocating for PC to get a price increase because I'm not advocating for anybody to have to pay more for something we're already getting right now. But yeah. it's it's bull. And, and I'm sorry, as as much as I, I get down with Phil, ever since he made the thing, remember when Street Fighter Five went exclusive and he said, yeah. and there was oh, something no. about him making up for He is yet to make up for that. <laughs> And as as an Xbox console user, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't feel that. special. 
I, 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 I don't feel I'm, I'm, I'm getting at least the equal treatment from my Final Hour console than I do on my PC. Right, yeah, it's, not, it's not it's not equal across the board, right? And I, again, I'm not advocating PC users to pay more. I'm just saying if you're gonna raise the price, raise it everywhere, or don't raise it at all. Yeah, yeah. free multiplayer, no game pass, um, increase. Um, games are cheaper on PC than man. PC man, <laughs> yeah. What I is? mean, it's harder. It's just <laughs> maybe more expensive buying, but it's definitely becoming more and more of an enticing prospect for a lot of yeah. people. And this mid-gen stuff, like with Starfield, even at 30, which doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, I, oh, but shout out to these controllers, man. They're so hey, nice. Listen. Hey, everyone's got these now. They look sick. I got two bad. of them. Top tier. You got two bro. of them. They look so nice. One, like these, one these I can triggers. play with. And one, <laughs> one I can play with and one that says in the box. Oh, is uh, it? Okay. I don't blame tier, you. I haven't actually played with this because it's so nice. I don't want to. Elite, elite right there. I ain't got my controller yet. I'm just going <laughs> to over there to the, to the side. <laughs> you know, the well, controllers look fire though. I ain't gonna need cap. They look fire. They do look nice. They do look very nice. And I'm not a fan of white um hardware anyway. Mm-hmm. But this like this kind of sticks out of my heart studio. But it's such a nice controller, man. It just the controller seems really nice. It's just Yo, I, I didn't realize that the that the supposed to I didn't even I haven't I saw uh Nick, special Nick from Xbox era say that uh mm. once you once you hook it up, you'll get the background. On your Xbox, it's, it's it comes from oh, the really? background. You have to just connect the controller to your Xbox. Oh, that's quite clever. I thought that was neat. Oh, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's dope. Didn't know that. So you have to get the controller in order to get the background. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Once you, once you plug it in, I haven't looked at it yet, but once you plug it in, it, it automatically downloads the Xbox. That's wicked. Start that's doing wicked. that more off. Yeah, yeah no, that's, that's not quite cool. Background, almost like an amiibo. pick and all that stuff. You know, the background looks lame. Says KO. I haven't uh, seen it. I haven't seen it. Um, I didn't even know that, but that's pretty cool. Uh, this whole thing, though, I was going to say the next topic is Microsoft, apparently, uh, Digital Foundry said this, eh? so I'd love to get your thoughts on this. Microsoft considers the Series X as a mid-gen refresh, mm. said the guys at Digital Foundry. Now, with rumor mill suggesting quite strongly mm. that the PlayStation will get a mid-gen upgrade, it may be a situation where my- Microsoft, this generation, touting power, gets... A- obliterated on the power department by virtue of not even having a mid-gen refresh because the Series X is considered one. What's your take on that? Do you believe that? Do I believe that Microsoft had that conversation with Digital Foundry? Yes. Do I believe that people are running with it as a bigger story than it is? Yes. Um, yeah? yeah it's, it's like a fairly normal conversation. If you look at the point at that point in time, Microsoft were releasing two consoles with different power profiles at the same time and in some regards, you could say that's like having a base level console and a pro level console. And that's all Microsoft mm-hmm. is saying. They're not, it's not yeah. like a commitment not to release anything mid gen. I don't think Microsoft are particularly subscribed to the model of generations anymore. They don't, they don't need yeah. to be. They've built their whole ecosystem around being able to deliver new consoles whenever they want mm. and still play the same games mm. forwards and backwards. They are well yeah. equipped to do that, which is why I used to say, um, prior to everything going wrong, prior to COVID, prior to like the price of these things going up so much, I thought, Microsoft were the more likely to have a shorter generation because they can transition quite seamlessly. And this goes all the way back to the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, where those generations lasted for like eight years. And Sony and Microsoft both sat there going, well, we've got 80 million players using this console. 
it's really long in the tooth it's dated and it's struggling but if we release mm -hmm. a new console it's got zero players on it and both of them like hard pivoted away from that strategy went onto their x86 architecture so that they could avoid that generational shift in future and microsoft just did it very mm -hmm. very well sony are still a little bit stuck in like little ruts between their console generations they still very much have them they can release a pro model mm. it's usually like you know how they did it in the last generation they can repeat that behavior but for microsoft their their whole generational dynamic is is not the same anymore more. then what mm. happened covid happened prices have gone up the series x has just had a mm -hmm. price increase and that strategy doesn't like it doesn't lend itself to releasing the console like a shorter generational cycle anymore because it would have mm. to be very expensive to be better than the series x but i don't think there was anything wrong with what they said at the point that they were launching the consoles in terms of just having two different two different specs available to the consumer and that's all it was okay okay fair enough and do you think, uh, I know you basically suggested that, you know, they can d deliver a further mid-gen refresh. Do you think they it's actually on the cards for Microsoft? No, because of the pricing. I think um, they were positioned to mm -hmm. be able to. I kind of expected this to be maybe a like four-year generation or something like that. I thought that would be the cadence mm -hmm. that they shot for. Um, but just based on guesswork and the fact that they can, because they can, Microsoft can release a console and it doesn't hurt their install base in the way that generations used to so they could quite happily mm -hmm. release more they could be a new xbox and they wouldn't be struggling to support the previous generation in any way for a long time so it's much smoother to transition so they can do it whenever they want um but you have to look at the thing that i don't understand about the the proposed playstation 5 pro is you look at what amd are capable of delivering at what prices and i can't see a hardware spec that makes a lot of sense mm. to hit like a console price point from what they can deliver so it's a, w a bit of a weird one in that sense but we'll see well the price point sony are, have been pretty loose you can see them being the apple they've of never been loose console. no so until sony this is why i didn't like the playstation 4 pro because it was labeled as like a premium pro elite level console but they targeted the standard console price point they released it at the same price as the playstation 4 just like two or three years later and they aimed for that price for the playstation 5 but markets were a little bit difficult and it's very unlikely that they're aiming for a different price with the Pro. They're going to have to if they want to release one because they also had to increase the price of their hardware. So, But it's not um, they're not fast and loose. Sony are not going to, or they've not intended to release an expensive console since the PlayStation 3 because that bit them in the arse. They don't see success mm. over a certain price point and they stick to what they know. So right, we'll see. I can't, can't call what they're doing and I'm not... I'm not denying all of the like the the leaks and rumors around um, there being a pro. They're very likely true. So there is something around, but I'm struggling to see how they deliver it, what it is, how it fits, what AMD can actually do for them at a decent price point. Mm. Fame, would you? What, what do you think about um, the prospect of a mid-gen console based on everything Hasa said? And would you be interested in 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 one a Series X or whatever the hell is called mid-gen or a PS5 one? You know. I, I, I understand, you know, with the Starfield being 30 FPS, stuff like that. I, I, I get that. But that to the side, you notice we never really get the the all of the juice out of the console to the end of the generation. And then yeah. at the beginning of the next generation, everyone is like, there's no difference. I mean, if you, if you really think about how the PS4 Pro and Xbox Series X ended, right? The only main difference between then and now is we're talking the SSD speeds, uh, stuff like quick resume and stuff like that. Uh, but mm -hmm. as far as, oh my God, this looks absolutely phenomenal. We can't see games like this from last generation. 
yeah, 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 we we, we kind of can, right? So don't don't sell me on something and you haven't fully figured out how to fully maximize what's out now. Right. And and then in terms of Microsoft and their generations, it the Series X being a mid-year refresh, it makes sense because when you bought the Series X, again, it still played the same game, still played the same controller. The games looked pretty much the same. Uh, there was no major difference when, when the two consoles first came out. The only big, big difference is they added a button to the controller. They had a fast, they had a, a SSD in it, which made the games load faster. But there wasn't like this big graphical jump, right? So don't I don't I don't care for mid-gen refreshes because you still never got the maximum out of the well, five hundred I have now, and it takes a while mm. into the generation. So mm. if they if they give us something else new now, it's going to take them. Two, three years before we get anything to maybe says, the next what? generation. This harnesses the power. Then we go go to the next generation. Well, we I, the, well, I get the point, and I agree with you about harnessing. I mean, I don't think we've actually seen anything remotely close to the kind of power we should be seeing in these consoles. I don't know, but a mid-gen console will, at the very base level, and the expectation is that at least it will hit your sixty FPS a lot more. Starfield may hit 60 on a series, whatever, Z console. Um, you know, Final Fantasy 16 will run at 60 FPS at more than 720p resolution in combat. Uh, you know, I know it's not fixed at that, but it goes as low but as is that. Is that worth another 500 bucks? I think people will pay for it. I think people will oh. pay more than that. I actually saw on the and point of price point, and, and Acer was saying that, you know, they, they do hold the line and quite um, strict with the price. I think they can afford to be loose. I think there'll be a sizable market um, this time. This is, really... this is what I was saying. For the, for the the reason I'm disappointed by the Pro is because it's got this Pro moniker. It's got this premium label. So I, I do agree. I think there is a market for, like, spending more money on a console because PCs... You can get unlimited power on a PC, but there is something for, like to be said for the console experience. I use the PC a lot, and it is mm. not plain sailing. There are things that go wrong, so I do. I think there are people that would be enthusiastic enough to buy a, a premium, powerful experience for console. It's a niche market. Yeah, but uh, it being a niche market means it's very difficult to to place it next to a console and, and really show off that value. So it really would be skimming skimming the top of a market. Mm. Not sure the yeah. appetite's there, but I'd like to see it. Mm. I'd like to see it as well. What about you, Post Up? I, I know you say, uh, Fame was saying that you don't really get to rinse the power of these consoles or realize them until the end of their generations, but would you be interested in buying a Series Z or PlayStation 5 Pro? Well, I've been um, vocal about this in, term, in terms of not even needing a... Uh, You're not even needing uh, a mid-gen? You don't think it's just things right redundant? Think, Let I me think, do it. Uh, Poll, then I think COVID um, kind of kind of changed the frequency on that. Um, put, mm. It put everything behind in terms of game development and things like that. I think it might even. Make, I know they talking about the next generation may start in twenty twenty eight, but I think this generation might get extended a bit. Um, you got to think both um, manufacturers are coming okay. out of the gate having um, issues with manufacturing and getting enough systems out. Um, seems like Sony then then kind of caught the rhythm on that. Microsoft is kind of stuck in the rudder and trying to clean things up. Um, and I th I still think we're getting um, games that are built off last generation tech, last generation engines and things like that. And these new consoles got so many new features with RDNA 2 and all of that stuff. 
I don't even think developers have even fully even tapped into these features to even maximize. I, we don't even know how many. The only engine we probably know right now is Unreal Engine 5 in terms of third party that's actually built for, you know, these current gen um, systems. But how many um, proprietary engines out there, um, even 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 in in uh, respective of um first party or even third party mm-hmm. how many of these um proprietary engines had transitioned into this new hardware cycle right um, um see unreal engine 5 is a very good point that you mentioned there i think unreal engine 5 is going to i mean the adoption is so widespread across yeah. so many different studios cd project red are wholly now just migrating to that even bloody first party three four three yeah. are rumored to be migrating to it, and we it's hear cheaper. from it's cheaper. The tools and impre- the Unreal Engine Five yeah. looks very impressive, but That's you've got the likes of Digital Foundry saying that if you you if it's an Unreal Engine Five game, expect a lot of games to run at thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think console gamers seem to have now had an appetite. They've had a taste of 60 FPS to the point where they demand it as standard. I think the Unreal Engine God's coalition going to change that about that 30 frames per second comment. Yeah. Because <laughs> even that tech demo they, that they showed, um, they said with a, a few more optimization, they could they could have got that tech demo running at 60 and that they was working with Epic to um, get Unreal Engine really optimized on the Series X. All I'm saying is this, uh, and I do uh, uh, agree with my, my bro, Level 1. I want to see what these consoles can do, right? Yeah. And, if, and mean... even if you look at the games that was recent, a lot of that is last generation games that's just being... Uh, I want to, and, it, and even in Microsoft perspective, since they are not the, um, since Sony is the market leader, I can pretty much assume that they're the number one system in terms of it starts there and then trickle over um, to the Nintendo and, and the Microsoft console. So it's going to take Microsoft first party to really make the Series X scene in terms of the the, the, yeah. the 12 T-flops of power that, that people say. And third party is not going to want to use all of those features that Microsoft has because PlayStation consoles, since they're the market leader, they're the main priority. So you start there and then trickle everything yeah. over to Xbox. So this is going to primarily fall on, on Xbox. They're going to have to sh- really show us what this, this console can, can do. I'm not ready to spend yeah. another five hundred dollars on some new hardware, and the one I just got ain't done nothing yet. Ain't even That's a fair point. That's even by first party, even by first no. party, we haven't yeah. seen nothing from first party that says what Microsoft says in terms of it eat monsters for breakfast. Yeah. I'm still waiting to see that breakfast. Mm-hmm. If you keep, if, if you want to <laughs> keep it above, we're I, I do think there will be more thirty FPS games. Don't get me wrong, but. Yeah. When we're looking at Starfield and we're hearing the reasons why it's 30 FPS, right? Yeah. They're not going to be very many more games. I might set that wrong. That, there won't be more that many more games this generation mm-hmm. that's going to be on the scope of Starfield. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm not worried about a bunch of games being yeah. 30, right? The yeah, scope yeah, of this yeah. game is so massively ridiculous. And right? that was choice. And they, had was to, choice. they had to do something to keep yeah. it stable on console. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening too much more this generation. So I don't see that being that many more 30 FPS games. We were like, man, I got to spend $500 to get 60 FPS. I think 60 FPS is still going to be the staple for this gen. 
Uh, it's just, okay. you know, we, we, we ran into a monster. We do this every generation, though. Every generation, we look at these hardware specs and we go, oh, we finna get 60 now. <laughs> and yeah. then the more power you get to give developers, the more graphic intensive they want the game. Yeah. And yeah. then they get the sacrifice of frame rate. Say, we want this cinematic experience. Here go That's 30 true. again. But you're like, but the hot. Here go 30. Here go 30. <laughs> we do this no, every That's generation, true. bro. Every generation. That's so true, but and they've always said it. Like we keep people keep uh, using this Aaron Greenberg tweet where he said, you know, like they'll be the base. But in yeah. the same time, he also said it's still obviously up to the developers. In this case, it. you've had it very clearly. Todd Howard has had an affinity with the thirty. He said that they they're gonna. It was their choice to yeah. keep it thirty because you know without global illumination on a console it may not look all that great starfield and i, th I agree with you fame starfield to use that as, as any indication that all of microsoft's first party or even other games will remain at 30 i think is a bit foolish because of the reasons yeah. precisely what you said starfield can, can, is, I, can i address yeah. this i'm looking at the chat right and people are saying well explain redfall it's simple even the developers didn't even want to work on Redfall. They wanted to trash yeah. that game. But before it came out, they wanted that game. That That is a simple ask the developers not doing what they because there's no reason why Redfall should have been 30. It should have been 60. And we're giving you 60 later. It's, been, it's, it's, it's not a secret no more. Even the developers wanted Microsoft to cancel the game. So that's telling you they're now putting their all into a game. So of course you end up with, and that's why I said there's going to be thirty. There's still going to be thirty yeah. games because you're going to get stuff like developers yeah. not putting their heart or not putting not putting their work into it. So of course it's going to be end up thirty with sixty yeah. later because the developers didn't even want to make the game. They wanted I mean, the, the, the game performance is one thing. AI they didn't <laughs> want to do it. Texas is not loaded. It was even bad. Fucking yeah. game mission yeah. structure. Everything was wrong with that hey, game. Everything. Money spent. We're going to get what we can off of it and move <laughs> on. That's all you can do. Yeah. That's all you can do, man. <laughs> but but gamers, gotta, yeah. gamers do have to understand this. <clears throat> At some point, it's not going to come down to the, the platform in terms of its capabilities. Develop, some developers are just going to make a choice. We just feel this game. We... They go, they're going to choose 30, not because yeah. the hardware is not capable of it. It's because it is a development choice for them. Whether you yeah. bet a game or not, that's up to you. But, you know, 30 and 60 is a choice. Some games and the way they built are, are brand perfect for different frame rates. And, yeah. You know, in this I case, I would say, look, every object's being tracked. You're in global luminization, which is a form of ray tracing. You got all this stuff going on, man. We can't get y'all to 60. Yeah, I mean, with with with, with Starfield, yeah, it's a whole different beast. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't, and I see serve in the chat says the coalition. Watch out for the coalition's next year's game because I think that will blow people away based on. And it's gonna be four K sixty. I think have they talked about? It? I think hey. I think Jess has talked about it publicly now. That game is gonna blow people away. Um, Games Lord with a two euro super chat. PlayStation Two lasted thirteen years longer, perhaps in Japan. Uh, that was a unique, unique gen as well. Yeah. Fa face shout out to you with a two dollar super chat. He goes, if PlayStation Five Pro comes out, it will be six hundred dollars. He says, okay, mm. that's a decent price. Um, 
Nintendo the Otaku with a $5 super chat. Next gen doesn't magically make devs better than they were. We haven't seen a next gen game as impressive as Tears of the Kingdom that runs on a tablet. Uh, cap? <laughs> He's capping there. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom yeah, is good for it running on, on the Switch, but is it... And I will say, like, some of the verticality and jumping in the, the the seamless like loading is amazing you don't even see a ridiculous pop-up um but it still looks like breath of the wild but it is impressive i don't think it's like we haven't seen a next-gen game as impressive oh, as i've seen there's, there's been Kingdom. conversations around where people are like like developers are very impressed by certain features within the, the physics and stuff that's going on in tears of the kingdom uh certain mechanics that they're like wow that's actually really hard to execute yeah. it's not so much what is extracting from the, the hardware, power. like technical prowess in that sense, but it mm, is like yeah. and just some very creative code running there. Um, so I, I get that that's where that's coming from, but it still looks like oh, a okay. shitty indie game to me. <laughs> <laughs> Not that indie Yo! games are shitty, don't get me wrong. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> Yo! Somebody clip it. Nintendo is not going to like that. He's not going to like hey, that yeah. at all. Uh, Roshan Eppin. Roshan Eppinger, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name uh, correctly there. Sorry, Roshan, with a $2 super chat. We don't have a full 40, 90, and 5,000 is coming anyway. Um, PC, PC development is different, Roshan, man. You're going to get these big beast um, graphics cards, but they're, they're not always going to do the things that, you, you know, like PCs like very, very, very different. Didn't they have so, issues with, cyber, um, with the cyber joint? Cyber twenty seven, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, yeah, them them big powerful GPUs was having issues running running Cyberpunk Cyberpunk at one point, wasn't it? At the time when off the, yeah. when it launched, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. That was different. Like even Asus Beast PC wasn't, but now it can run pot tracing. Um, so you know, like, it's the same. You're right, yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah, you know, people think like you could just magically buy these, uh, like the PC crowd, you. Know, Go play your look how badly some of these get ports run. PC community is always complaining about being yeah. shafted, so it's just it's just the nature of the beast, really. There's no you know magic answer there. But obviously, the more you spend, then you'll get most likely get a better experience, but it's not foolproof. Now, Ace is gonna love this chat. We're kind of veering towards the FTC chat. Oh, the even FTC ask chat, me about the 60 frame stuff. That's fine. Carry on. What 60 frame stuff? You're in a big conversation about uh, what's going to be on console. Then it's fine. It's fine. Carry on. I don't know. FTC, I don't even remember the conversation. Okay, this is fine. Well, what's on. the sixty? Oh, <laughs> no, call him out. Shame the devil, Acer. Shame the devil. <laughs> no, so there was a conversation about what what we can expect going forward. Right? Are we going to get more thirty frames per second games on the consoles? Oh, or is yeah. sixty going to remain the standard and all the rest of it? Um, we're definitely going to get more thirty frames per second games because that's how counting works. You, you can't get less by releasing more over time. So, yeah, there's going to be some some other ones that are 30. The number's going to go up. Um, there is a, an element of choice. Developers can clearly choose what they focus on and what's important to their gaming experience. And I think what's really... Like, you get all this conversation between, like, nerds that really care about frame rates and things and people that just want to <laughs> chill out and play games. So if you look at some of the biggest games on the market, Call of Duty, Fortnite, that kind of thing... They hard prioritize 60 frames per second because normal people might not know why they appreciate the feel of this game, but they appreciate the feel of this game 
for how smooth mm-hmm. and responsive it is. Call of Duty mm-hmm. has been 60 frames per second for a very long time. They ran it like mm-hmm. Call of Duty Ghost was like 720p on the Xbox because frame rate was really important in that scenario. And if you consider how broad mm-hmm. the appeal of those games is, most sports games like your FIFAs and probably Madden's, I assume, 60 frames per second. It is yep. not going away. It is important to a massive, like, a massive mm-hmm. array of people. At the same time, you've got studios like Insomniac and um, Bethesda who are looking at their games with expert eyes like knowing exactly what they're doing and and yep. saying that they actually quite like those experiences to be delivered at 30 and spider-man's going to support higher frame rates but the default mode when you fire that game up is 30 the trailers that they right. showed are 30. there are very experienced mm. people that do like that as a direction and think that they can deliver a playable game in that sense so it's like there yeah of course there's still going to be 30 30 frames games there's still going to be decisions to be made there's still going to be optimization but 60 is not going in away this generation there will be big games launching mm. with with that responsive gameplay focus yeah he mm. put that beautifully he put that beautifully. That, was, that was very beautifully yep. put as always yep. and it's that that's a great point about the fact that the masses who do play cod who do play fifa may not actually outwardly be aware of the 60 fps versus 30 fps debate but subconsciously they appreciate and associate the smoothness uh, of that experience uh, with those titles, not knowing that it's because it's 60 is so nice for them. Uh, but that's a good point. That's a good point. Shout out Shabs with the two-pound super chat. He goes, Asa loves the FTC versus Microsoft Kupo. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out yeah. to Ace23, Brooklyn, New York with a $20 super chat. He goes, do you guys doubt if Spider-Man 2 was PS5 only, it would have a performance mode? No, no, sorry. Do you guys doubt if Spider-Man 2, which is for PS5 only, will have a performance mode? No, I think we all... Fully expect it's at the same modes, yeah. We'll have the same modes as Miles Morales and Spider-Man Remastered. You have performance, you'll have the performance ray tracing, you'll have the fidelity mode. Fidelity is going to be the default. Insomniac have... It's the same game, Pretty much. It's like we do the same city. It's DLC. No, it's not. But, I mean, come on. like We just opened up another part of the city, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, all talk Cade with the two dollars super show. Imagine if Microsoft has no mid-gen console, but Sony does. That would be a fat L. Microsoft cannot have afford to have that situation. I don't think they can, especially how much they tap power. And yeah, Xbox content creators talking power, power, they power. The comment said they'll never lose the power. You know, narrative again. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. Remember that. You said that I never yeah. lose the power narrative again. So I don't know how that's going to work out. Because mm. if Sony come out, and it depends I mean, on. They're losing right now, yeah. in my opinion. But mm, mm, that's the beta. I mean, it's a little bit dynamic, <laughs> but it's not definitive where it should be. But, you know, all talk is right. Like, you, yeah. you know, the questioning. But that's a good point. I remember that quote now. Yeah, he said, um, I never lose the power narrative. So I don't know yeah, how that's going to play out. And, and you know, see. if that happens, if Sony come out with Ooh. a mid-year joint and Microsoft stay with that with the Series X, you know they're going to go digging for, for that comment. Uh, nah. Oh, man, they're going to be memes everywhere. You know how Twitter <laughs> is. They, people are going to go crazy. <laughs> I reckon, I reckon you would get, um, you will get the PS5 Pro, and a year later you'll get the next, like just like the One X. I reckon that could happen. Um, but if Microsoft weren't planning on doing one, they should be working on one. 
I, yeah. I think yeah, that's just, that's a that's a bad look. Mm. Now, listen, they they can go ahead and, and drop the PS5 uh, Pro, and then Microsoft owns Activision. They don't send them a uh, a copy, or uh, they, <laughs> they don't send them a dev kit. Then you know, no card on PS5 Pro, and it's on. Yeah, we'll talk <laughs> about what you're alluding to there. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna but, talk about that. We're gonna talk about. We're jumping into thing, it bro. now. We're thing. jumping into it now. Fame's got his background ready <laughs> to get into this talk about the FTC versus. Yes, Versus now, I know we don't like FTC. Uh, well, a lot of people don't like FTC chat, but this isn't one of those like m- this is a big moment generally in the gaming space. Like post up, you suggested uh, or you said early in the show, we don't get to look behind the glass on a lot of these things, and we're now getting to peer into the dirty side of of the politics in the gaming (laughs) console space. And I I just want to say this point, like for ages, and we have some, and I won't mention the names of these content creators who are very passive and they're like, uh, and they always go, Kumbaya, Kumbaya. But the reality is it like, oh, no, Phil Spencer took a picture with, um, you know, Jim Ryan. They're all actually really friends in the community. Nah, nah. Phil is a they, Phil, Phil, Phil is angry. Phil is vexed. These companies don't Bro, like each other. He don't show up publicly, but this whole process, we've been getting to see a side of him. Like, yeah, he's been. Yes. And it's crazy because we often yes. wonder since he don't. He doesn't and he doesn't kind of he doesn't join the, the the console war or anything like that. So it's kind of us making an assumption on how he feels towards what PlayStation do and don't do. And he really don't make any public comments on on that. But in this trial, oh, he talking, talking. He oh, let it talk. all out. I'm oh, like, yeah. what? Uh, bro, it's a culmination <laughs> of things, man. Yeah. Like having you shot on the game showcase award, Sony th- sticking it up. Or isn't trying to kill this deal that yeah. has caused him so much stress, which yeah. he's admitted. Now there's a breaking point even good Phil Spencer cannot tolerate. And now we're seeing just how bitter, uh, you know, an uh, animosity that's normally not alien in trade in markets like this, where you have two competing, you know, giants in the space. A lot is riding on it, including jobs, including the livelihood, including reputational damage. And there's so much here. And the the console warrior in me just loves seeing this bitter argument. And and it's coming to a point where PlayStation versus Xbox has never been this this bitter. So, but there's also great great news as well. Now, let me. read Nintendo uh, Nintendo on the Otaku Super Chat before we move on because he says physics engine thank you for the $10 Super Chat because the physics this is for you Ace goes physics engine being able to phase through any ceiling with no bugs reversing time on any moving object fusing items weapons no next gen game is matching this mechanically until mm-hmm. Starfield and I don't know if there's a mechanical I mean it's a quite interesting point but is it purely like technical prowess? I don't think so. 
Like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure about clipping through ceilings. I think I could do that in Sonic 2 on the Mega Drive um, with a little cheat code. <laughs> <laughs> no clip, you can go through the ceilings, that's fine. But in terms of no, what Starfield okay. is doing, yes, it's, it's ambitious, it's grand, it's systems on systems yeah. on systems with objects everywhere. My star, I said yeah. in chat a minute ago, my Starfield is going to run up, like, it's going to dip to about three frames per second because I am going to sow chaos everywhere. And like people talk about it being locked 30 <laughs> yeah. frames per second. That does not mean you can't make it go lower. (laughs) You can definitely, it is not going to be locked there. I'm going to tank that frame rate. And I'm talking about the PC. Yeah, I will as well. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And, you know, console guys, Xbox guys, it's not going to be stable 30 anyway. I'm not expecting a fixed 30. Um, The game's world is so large and dynamic with its physics-based stuff. Expect they'll hit it for normal gameplay. Like normal gameplay, you'll be able to get that going, but... You just have so much freedom and flexibility to do what you want. You can gather all those sandwiches and pots and things, and you can explode them. You can you can f- bring everything into one location. You can probably like leash the NPCs and bring them all into a building. You will be able to tank that frame rate if you want to, because it's a Bethesda yeah. game. So. <laughs> we don't get to do that often in games. It's so good to have that. Uh, kind of game design shout out to 666 that ominous number in the chat though hit that like button if you're enjoying the source jay rembert with a ten dollar super chat people forget jay, that's, that's my guy yeah i've seen jay uh, in the here as well shout out jay he goes people forget the ftc is supposed to protect the u.s consumers remind me if sony is an american company or not the ftc sounded like sony's lawyers yesterday post up i saw a lot of people coming at you say how dare you you say this is an american company and you're being oh, xenophobic come on man <laughs> why, you, why are you hating look i was outside even, the u.s when i made that tweet i wasn't even thinking about no nationalism no none of that i know, you know? it's so obvious and it's crazy yeah. because a, a couple of months back in the in the senate committee hearing they questioned Lena Khan about foreign interests, protecting foreign interests and foreign entities and stuff. Didn't nobody call the senators racist when they were checking <laughs> Lena Khan about it, but they go get on the Twitter and call me a xenophobe, racist, and all type of stuff over the term foreign entity. What are we doing here, guys? What is going on? No, man. At least it wasn't like kids move calling her the Yops, man. You were just. <laughs> man. I, I just say, I said what I said based off what I was hearing. A hearing in a trial, right? Yeah. That's why I made that come because the FTC wasn't there about competition. It wasn't there about um, the American consumers about the market. Uh, they barely mentioned those words. They didn't mention any of that. They solely was there as a representative for Sony, <laughs> who is a foreign a, a company with foreign interests, right? And yeah. the reason why I made that comment. comment it's because if you look at the Chinese market and you look at the Jap and Japan market, they both are back and taken care of and given the incentives and protected by their government. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? American companies get incentive from their government, but they don't have the level of protection that Chinese and Japanese companies get from their government. So, you mm-hmm. know, and then when you and then they're able to come, and I'm not saying they as in being rich, but those foreign companies with foreign interests are able to come into America with free with free roam, free will to do any to do whatever they want, right? But then mm-hmm. it's stipulations when we go over into their like you can't like Phil said, you can't buy a Chinese company. Yeah, you can't. You know what I'm saying? And, and even if you go over over there to do business, you have to go through a proxy. 
Yeah, that's yeah. why Activision had to go through to make that deal with um, what's the name? You know, um, what's that? It's already in. That's it. Yeah, that's why they had them. That's Natease was a proxy for Activision to do business in 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 China. And and I don't know how that worked in Japan. And I'm not saying uh, I'm an expert on this. I'm just saying if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna try to block this deal, block it on merits, right? Yeah, block it on the things um, that matter in terms of what you're supposed to be doing as a regular as a regulator. The last two days have been Sony. So they even try to get. They even tried to negotiate deals for Sony yesterday <laughs> in court. Yo, that, that was a bit like, whose wow. lawyers are you? Are you and, Sony's lawyers? And, like, and so, and and uh, and uh, and that's why I made it. It wasn't nothing racist about it. Us, and I wasn't even. I, of course, we were I'm not in the in the house with an American flag top out. America, Tell them, folks, you love me, Khalifa. Tell them. I'm not doing that. All I'm saying is that I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at the optics. That's all. And right now, it, uh, a, a regulator, American company, that's. It, it don't matter where the competition is. If it's American company versus, and you there to to make sure there's balance and that yeah. it, that is competitiveness, then do that. But don't get in the courtroom and then turn the whole defense supporting a, a, a man. Bro, do it. Got me do it. Y'all got me messed up, bro. Because you're just messing. You're losing in the case. No. Yeah, and you and you're still losing, but you're sitting up here, Sony. This so and you ain't said nothing Sony. about a consumer. You ain't said nothing about a customer. You ain't said no, you ain't said nothing about a gamer. You ain't even yep. said the word gamer or yep. customer or consumer. Nothing. All you did, Sony, 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 but Sony, 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 Sony. No Nintendo. I'm not surprised. I'm not Bro, surprised. It's crazy. We said it on this show. I said it before. Like right off the bat of the CMA murking this, um, murking in the ABK mm -hmm. deal. It was. I said FTC will be shit. They will lose. Um, I said this when the deal looked like it got cancelled because mm -hmm. I know we've seen the FTC's track record. We've seen Lena Khan's track record. Yeah. Nothing suggested that these guys would be as competent. Though. CMA at least are very thorough. Uh, the FTC, if you, you heard it. it. Everyone heard it. Like even like, you know, if you're not even a mergers and acquisitions lawyer, you're just listening mm -hmm. to counsel for them, just coming out. And then we'll talk about so, uh, some of these as well yeah. uh, but hairy balls with the five dollar <laughs> super chat uh -huh. breaking news ftc will recall phil back to the stand and they just hired paris from kind of funny games to re-question <laughs> <laughs> um didn't work out well for him um during kind of funny games um but yeah there's a quip there about freestyle well, i'm not gonna make that joke <laughs> um but yeah uh, one thing one thing we will say what we didn't expect was this, and I'm intrigued about this. Indiana Jones, somehow, in this hearing, we find out, is an Xbox exclusive or console exclusive. Somebody Why on earth did we find out this way? Why on earth did Microsoft not announce this at the game showcase? I think, event? I think it was going to be a big announcement, and the court just messed it up. I, they just and I'm, I'm as, on one hand I'm kind of good on the other hand 
I, it was that part was of their bundle, deal. though. It was part yeah. of the exhibits in their bundle, so I think they would have expected that topic to have come up. There was but, no reason. Yeah, yeah, but I'm kinda... just saying the reason why Microsoft didn't say anything about it because I think it was going to be shown later down the line at one of their events. And that uh, the fact that it was going to be exclusive was going to be a big announcement because everybody assumed that since it was a Disney IP, that it was going to be multi-plat and the court just, they just took, they just took it away from us. Yeah. That's one way to find out. (laughs) Yeah. Can't, can we say it, and I'm I'm to be honest, I'm I'm happy. I'm I'm mm. I'm, I'm glad it is. It should be if you own a studio and you got a chance to make a game exclusive, make it exclusive, right? It's the same like you said, same reason why Spider Man is exclusive to PlayStation. But doesn't it kind of wipe away the whole, you know, we will honor existing deals? Because we're hearing that there was a deal in place to go on PS5. It was like, nah, we're changing that. And this is gonna be exclusive to Xbox and you guys are gonna like it. So uh, what it happened? Kinda, does it kind of wash that whole we we're gonna honor existing deals? Does that kind of like go away at this point? Like, and everything possible one, now. It depends. It depends because they've gone out and done it. That wasn't uh, so that wasn't an exclusive to PlayStation. Uh, that was a game where so it in their hearing they said that Disney had raised I think some concerns or they'd intimated that they because of the reach they would have liked it to be on playstation and Mm -hmm. microsoft as a result decided no whether or not the existing contract we haven't seen but the suggestion i think is they they, they redid the deal like they made a a whole new deal which indicates that the original deal was Mm. it was going to be machines game was going to make it on multiple consoles and they went back and was like hey you know, mm, we, I don't we, know. we're owned by Microsoft now. Let's make a new deal. No, this what happened. So that this contract was what, what no happened? longer honored. This what happened. Mm. It was going to be across multiple platforms. Okay. Right? That was the original deal, right? But that, that multi-platform deal didn't include Game Pass. So Phil went back to the table, told what's the name to go back to the table with Disney because he wanted to include Indiana Jones in Game Pass. Ah, when okay. Game Pass came into the deal, they had to restructure the contract and through that restructuring that's when phil and them negotiated it to be in to cut out everybody <laughs> into just make your xbox and pc and Love one of the reasons one of the reasons for do. that was that it's more easier to focus on specific systems than trying to create across multiple platforms you have deadlines um especially when you're dealing with um ip or license from other uh, companies you have deadlines to hit and so it'll be easier to hit the deadline with just the xbox and pc versus those multi-platforms then mm. he also brought up the fact and i i guess they came to disney with this too look spider-man 2 is exclusive for playstation 5 we need the same for Indiana Jones. Mm, yeah, he mentioned that. You know what I'm saying? And he, and, he, and he mentioned that. He's like, why do we have to give this game to PlayStation when they already got one of your licensed IP in this exclusive mm-hmm. to, their, to their system? So, you know. It's, it's, like you like said, you fuck around, you find out. And Sony sure. was doing that rawly, invited them to not only take away Indiana Jones, but, but they say the, Phil don't got this in them, though. Uh, no, listen, we, we entered the Xbox villain arc. We yeah. entered the Xbox this villain arc, and, I, and I'm here for Phil. And the yeah. reason I, I, the, I learned a lot these last two days, right? 
And what I learned is that financially, the Xbox was in a very peculiar situation, giving the market power of Nintendo and PlayStation, right? And it was in a situation where the business model was not sustainable. And I'm not talking about Game Pass. I'm talking about the default market where you just buy to play games. Uh-huh. They was losing heavily in that market. And then you have a new CEO, Nadalia, coming in and say, look, I am a very profit-driven um, person. We need this 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 particular um, business model to perform. If not, we're going to get rid of it. Right, and that's pretty uh-huh. much Nadalia, and we knew from the beginning that Nadalia wasn't really hooked on gaming. So I don't think he has no problem of getting rid of Xbox if it's not performing. So mm. Phil had to Phil had to do something. Getting cooked in the console sales, right? Sony's leading you in in the market. So developers, not only is Sony leveraging their market power against you, but the third party's developer is leveraging Sony market power against you. Because now when you go try to get an exclusive for them, they're going to charge you more than they will charge Sony because of them having the market. So you're losing, you're paying more, but you're not getting, you're not recouping. So you're losing. So Phil had to get in. So Phil had to (laughs) Exactly. We ain't, I ain't fit to, fit to, and I'm not fit to go, um, agreement, <laughs> agreement with you. I'm not fit to go third party, third party. Look, we're buy gonna, the whole thing. We're gonna buy the whole damn whole thing. <laughs> we're gonna buy the whole, whole state. Now, what that does in terms of Activision, Activision puts Xbox, because like you said, Xbox is struggling right now, um, in terms of the numbers. But once they get Activision, all that changes. In terms yeah. of the profit margins, right? You're going to start seeing the, the the margins that that old girl and Nadal you want to see. Now from there, you know what I'm saying. Now you're able to move into mobile and things like that. Mobile but, is a big yeah. Com- but you can this. feel the frustration. Like he didn't really short, but Phil is, is frustrated at the way um, PlayStation doing bit, and what? I'll be pissed too. You mean to tell me you're going to charge me double to get this exclusive? <laughs> Just because the so you getting Good. you, you get handled both ways. You getting handled by PlayStation yeah. and developers, and you spending more. You're selling less consoles, and you're probably not getting a return on that investment, or e- either um, even it out, or even making a profit on it. So something had to give. Let's stop buying these exclusive. We for uh, Zenimax, come on. You want to you for the you for the make what exclusive? If you get Starfield exclusive and we don't agree with um, Activision about that split and they get Call of Duty, we out the gaming industry. Yeah. Xbox would have been no more if Sony would have got COD exclusive and they would have got Star. It would have been a wrap. Oh, there was nobody say Final Fantasy Spider Man. That would have been It would have been a wrap. It it would have been. Exactly. Get get them up out of there. You bleed money too? Oh no! You, you uh, y'all, yeah. y'all about here? Y'all gotta go. Absolutely, smoking that Xbox pack easily. Yeah, Sony been consolidating for ages. Look at every game we're talking about. Sony attempted. So this part of the hearing, we found out that they did attempt to keep Starfield exclusive it's- on PlayStation. So and it was Death Loop. They said they saw what they did with Death Loop and Ghostwire. I'm like, oh, okay. 
But these little ones, that, that was the warning sign that triggered them. Like, all right, no, that's And that's enough. where Dark Field come in. Okay. You yeah. Might, it's like, you want to keep playing with us? <laughs> okay. Okay. I got yeah, to go. He, he was you like, go? you feel me? You going to give me the go And he chose that one. It's just like, you, know, you see, you see, Phil, Phil, Phil been in Japan a lot, and Square Enix over here playing games. Yeah, they next. Oh, yeah. bet. Yeah, you want to make I'm gonna buy your ass. And, and yeah. see how much like. <laughs> I, mean, I think that was in necessity, and I think and see necessity. that what and, and it needed to happen. You know why? Because Microsoft needed to steal the fear of God in Sony. Right <laughs> yeah. now, Zenimax deal sony didn't say nothing right yeah. 7.5 billion 8 billion huh we good we worried about but that's again then they kept 69 what 70 you buying who yeah we're not playing no more <laughs> yeah. we're not playing no more the, the trillion dollar you finna see us exercise our rights to our riches you didn't play with us for too long and guess what yes guess what after they brought zenimax the board member said who next <laughs> then they went out to Activision. Then in over court over the last two days, they said they're not done even at the Activision. Y'all didn't poke the wrong bear. It mm -hmm. is over. And Sony know, Sony know they ain't got the money to compete with Microsoft. I mean, Sony are doing a very good job with their comparatively middling funding. And mm -hmm. but they have the, the key thing is. Microsoft has the appetite and yeah. it's frustrating for a lot of the PlayStation guys and for Sony to see on display Microsoft is aggressively backing this deal, which would have been different. If a European commissioner had uh, not done it, you would have seen this deal fall apart. Yeah. But mm -hmm. now they are all in on this deal. And we're also getting to see the kind of things that I've been asking or hoping Microsoft was doing. So now we've got this aggression. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones, you made a good point there, Fame. I'll kind of lead to you, Asa, on that. Pre Honoring pre-existing contractual obligations. It looks like Indiana Jones was subject to that. Post-up suggests that or, or tells informs us that it was the Game Pass angle that allowed a revision or an opportunity to revise this contract, and then later on, Microsoft completely cut out PlayStation from the picture. Yes, they should. But do you think that's contradictory, hmm. Acer? Oh, it depends on... So the controversial part of that would be if ZeniMax specifically had any kind of contract with Sony to release the game on that platform. Publishing doesn't necessarily have a very locked-in contract. So they've obviously not, like, reneged on a contract with Disney because they've renegotiated and Disney are fine with it. Did they have a contract mm -hmm. with Sony just to publish the game? It's, it's probably not the same thing as like honoring a contract where they have got marketing rights for um, mm -hmm. the other games, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. So I don't think that's a massive problem. I've not been following this news closely at all from the outside whatsoever. Um, from what I have seen, uh, I've not seen the FTC making any very compelling arguments. And I'm surprised because there are some really easy, compelling arguments that they're just like... We don't know what the fuck's going on. Have you got a Windows key or something like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Guess, what are you what doing? Is, so, yeah, but the, the, way, so. yeah, go on. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, but what you just explained is what my, Phil Spencer explained in court. The way you just angled that in terms of um, the publishing and the deal with 
he explained it exactly the way you you was just saying. Oh, is it? Okay. So you're so, on point, even though you ain't been paying attention. I, I'm not paying much attention, <laughs> but for me, like, um, I would have thought, and I don't follow, I don't know how the case law works in the US and all the rest of yeah. it, but I would have thought getting a preliminary injunction, which is just a pause, would be a really low bar, and actually they'd have quite an easy time winning this case because this is just saying like put a pause on this so we can figure out like the legalities of it properly, and they're just going in speaking nonsense as far as I can tell. Like like give me a call, I'll help you out. I don't care if the deal goes through or not, but like they should be talking about like. DirectX is a big thing in the deal. If they're talking about the, the cloud mm. contracts and all the things like that, they should be picking apart the deals that they've got with cloud providers saying, which one of those like doesn't run on Windows and DirectX? Which one of these cloud providers is is running on, on a different API? And then they should be questioning IdTech and saying, hey, IdTech, you're longtime proponents and supporters of OpenGL and Vulkan. Are you still going to be supporting mm. those APIs now that you've been bought? Like, or are Microsoft like really taking a controlling stake over what APIs used to deliver games in, in all circumstances? Is this a concern? You could probably get a preliminary mm. injunction on these grounds because that is a low bar. Mm. And they just don't seem to know what they're talking about. Hey. And it's, I don't care. Like, yeah. my, my main yeah. interest in the deal, Activision I've never liked. Don't I don't like Activision. I don't like Call of Duty. Um, yeah. Candy Crush, I don't like. I don't care. I've had a, a long time history of really liking Blizzard. But I'm not so sure about them anymore. Like I don't know. I don't know what's best for them being acquired or not. So I'm quite happy to just sit there and and see how things play out. But I just I look at this from the outside and I'm like, what what are you doing? This should be easy. <laughs> yeah, hey, we don't have to mute Ace or FTC, my don't give them but, ideas, Asa. <laughs> LTC might be listening. We're going to have to mute them. They're really not. Chat is saying mute, Asa. Lena can't take notes. In that few minutes, he did a better job than that. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, even the the manner in which some of um some of the ways they approached. Uh, so, <laughs> wait, let me read this. Uh, this uh, there was a, the audible oof that was heard um, upon it. Basically, um, <laughs> this is so this is so weird. Uh, where's it gone? Where's it gone? I had it retweeted. I said. I suggested that J-Dub was the FTC's lawyer here. Check out this <laughs> li li line of questioning. FTC. So this ABK deal would take you out would take you out of third place in the market, right? Phil Spencer goes, that's not our goal. We want to expand into mobile. So it's a write-off. Phil goes, What what do you mean? He goes, Your business is a write-off. Phil goes, I don't get what you're saying. Let's move on. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? What are you? What are you doing? What are we doing here? What, what do you mean? No. Are you lying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking like fuck off. Uh, it's like, <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, I expect I could hear it like in in the manner in which FTC were hey. like. I mean, fucking these guys are not they that thought, well equipped. They thought Fallout seventy six was fourth. <laughs> Did the Fallout 76 was fourth? Oh, no. <laughs> he started laughing. Your, your whole set is coming back. Post up your distress. <laughs> what he said? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. I missed that bit. Did you say Forza? They thought Fallout 76 was Forza. <laughs> no, never make fun of the CMA again because they were comparatively Yo. well equipped and knowledgeable. Yo. And, and let's, let's not be lost the fact that Google made an appearance and embarrassed themselves. 
Google should have just set that set set this one oh, out, bro. Google came and I, I forgot that was the what the FTC his name. witness. That was the FTC witness. Yeah, and, and and embarrassed yourself to the point the judge was like, all right, I get it. You know, let's let's go ahead and wrap it up because this guy's an asshole. <laughs> He's the head of the division, doesn't know anything, but then knows some stuff, but knows not an absolute fucking thing. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, at least he came. Well, he did two things that the FTC probably didn't want him to do. They probably wanted him to blame XCloud or Microsoft for um, killing stated, killing stated mm-hmm. which he didn't yeah. do. He said it was the lack of content. Um, <laughs> that's one AAA content. That's, that's one. Yeah. Number number two. He wasn't supposed to say Stadia competed with PlayStation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Xbox, uh-huh. because now you just removed the argument not only of the FTC but the CMA that cloud is a separate market, yeah. and after. And the Microsoft lawyer got him to say that multiple times to the point where the judge was like, okay, we get it. We, I understand. We got you. You know what I'm saying? And so that was clutch. And I think the performance that Microsoft is putting on is doing two things, right? It is nullifying all of the FTC's argument, which they have bad terrible, weak arguments, but it's setting the lawyers up in the UK in terms of the CMA um, appeal. It's setting them up very well. Cause now I see that that's the thing. I, I was talking to Colt about this mm-hmm. and I keep, I, and I still, I don't, I, because it's a fixed process in the UK. Mm-hmm. If, FTC is failing here. I'll be very mm-hmm. surprised. I'll be I'll be shocked. You never know. Like we never. I didn't know it was going to be this bad though. But I, I I knew it was going to be bad. Uh, I'm not that surprised actually with the FTC. Okay. But I'm still trying to figure out what the angle in the UK is. I cannot, and I'll still maintain. I cannot see how one jurisdiction, the UK. That can curtail the entirety of this deal that has getting approval everywhere, especially after the US. If the, mm. if FTC lose, which I'm expecting, but you never know, but I'm expecting the FTC to lose. The, the saying, UK won't matter because yeah, Microsoft just they they've already told you pretty much that we're yeah we're we're prepared to. To take the penalties the on that. Depending yeah, we're, on we're, we're prepared. We're prepared to to do this without the UK, and we'll you know maybe you UK gamblers just don't get Call of Duty, whatever that looks like. But they they want the FTC because FTC is home. They got the EU. They got two of the big three. They got yeah. Three, once right? they get the EU, FTC they got three done. Of the big four. Then it's a whole different four. ball game. Three yeah. of the big four. So if, if they they are not going to let this deal die because of the CMA. So yeah. to me, yeah. whatever happens here, this is the end of it because the, the CMA part is going to be irrelevant because they're going to complete this deal with or without the CMA. The deal with the CMA is that they're trying to police beyond their district, their jurisdiction. They're trying to police the world. They're trying to say this deal is blocked globally, not just in the UK. That's going to that's going to be an issue. Number one, the tribunal just. Um, moved the, the um, appeal days from five days to six days. And he probably did that based off what he's he seeing here, um, what's going on uh, with the FTC. I do think Microsoft has a strong argument now that Google has come out and confirmed 
which is a which would which is huge that cloud is not a separate market which is one of the arguments that the cma is working on if if the ftc lose this case right depending on when microsoft is able to close there is a possibility that the cma don't even get to the appeal they might just try to work something out because the final yeah, order yes. is not the final order hasn't been put in. It's just in draft form. And so that, it, go, yeah. ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, sorry, I'm interrupting that. that. That's exactly what I was saying to Colt uh, yeah. on the way to home. I was just saying, if this goes through, I because this is such an unprecedented case, and because mm. it's coming from a region that yeah. primarily concerns Microsoft, FTC, this mm. deal. I think the avenue is that that the in unprecedented fashion, the CMA will have to strike a dialogue. Yeah. Uh, in which case, it decides that you know um, it will entertain on, on the in the guise of entertaining yeah. this you know this, yeah. these new incentives. I feel like that. I don't necessarily. I'm not sure that, that is unprecedented. I think the CMA are like able to to bring something back and get that remittance from from cat or whatever. Well, I will say um, a lot of people say that if the FTC goes cat. away, and yeah, well, whatever it may be, I think political pressure may play a part in the UK. What I don't see happening yeah. is there's a lot of talk that Microsoft will close anyway and ignore the UK and take the fines and all the rest of it, but. You're kind of advocating for a corporation that's like above the law at that point because they do. It's not Xbox, it's Microsoft. It's Microsoft operating in the UK and saying the law doesn't yeah. apply to us. We're a big corporation, so fuck you, UK, which might sound plausible. UK, I get UK is tiny, but Microsoft have global partners with Thank contacts you, and contracts in the UK, and it is a very complicated situation. So Microsoft yeah, saying, yeah. Um, we know that the court said we can't do this, but we're doing it anyway because we don't really care about your laws. That would be yeah. freaking huge. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's not as simple as people seem to think. <laughs> now that it's that point, I, I I don't, yeah, I don't see yeah. that angle. You have to have the CMA. You have to entertain yeah. that notion. But I think that does involve exactly what post up you've said is that mm. the way I see it is the CMA, because I think Luke uh, Steele, shout out to him, mentioned that they are open to having these that, that dialogue. You can have that within the framework and a deal like this that has and, you know, the regulators immediately, uh, the CMA responded when the EU made their judgment. Mm. When the US does it, if the US, you know, they lose, I, you, if you're the CMA, you'd look frankly kind of almost bitter and negligent Thank you. Uh, in in completely shutting out any kind of conversation now it's way bigger than you um now you're seeing now you're being seen as unab not only as the outlier in a world primarily has approved it you are the outlier you're also being stubborn in not even having a dynamic conversation about it see i agree with Ace. both of y'all i agree mm -hmm. with asa Microsoft is walking a very thin line. Microsoft have to think about future acquisitions. Okay. Mm -hmm. They are not fitted. They might threaten to close over the CMA. Yeah, they did mm. that because they forced the FTC into federal court. Job done. You got them in front of a federal court. You got them where you want them. They're mm. not fit to close over the UK. Yeah, they rather go through that appeal process than because you don't because yeah. that. That that tidal waves is not. It's, you're telling if you're saying that to the UK, then what are the other regulators are going to think? 
Yeah, but I don't think it wouldn't be Microsoft just, well, we're not, we're going to just do it anyway. It would be ABK, Call of Duty, Diablo, all of these games just won't be in the UK. Like, yeah, you're right. We're not going to do that. That that would still be breaking the law in the UK. Like, they can't, they don't have that option to do unilaterally. That's almost like a behavioral remedy um, that they've kind of fashioned themselves and decided to, like, we will do that. Otherwise, people can just fashion things like that and treat themselves as the arbiters and deciding, well, we have fashioned this behavioral remedy. We are executing it and we think it's fine. We're like, otherwise, it'll be fucking Wild West out there. Um, but but like everyone else says, though, like like Post and Gaz mm. and Fang, you've all said that the pressure on the CMA to find a remedy would be immense if they are the only ones standing against it. Mm-hmm. So that's I agree with that too. Personally, where I would see it going, and I'm not saying that with any expertise in the field whatsoever. That's just like mm-hmm. that seems to be the direction that it would take. But uh, but, but even the ex- experts, so from Hog Lord to Luke, everyone is saying this. I mean, this is an unprecedented yeah. deal. Like. Of a scale of this size, even the tribunal and, said it. Yeah, the tribunal said it. They said we're not going to do this like we usually do because this is something new. So yeah, that's one of the reasons why they kind of fast tracked. They the, the tribunal was like, we can't do this the way we do other cases and things like that. We got to treat this different because this is something new. The CMA has a drafting order. It's a final dra- The final order is in draft, right? Yeah, and right now. Um, Microsoft, ABK, third-party um, companies, and, and whoever are able to submit feedback on that final order. So the final order hasn't been put in play yet. Mm-hmm. So since it's still in draft form, that's yeah. still opportunity for Microsoft to to do some in terms of negotiation. Now, if they get FTC, the FTC off the board and they close. That, that, is, that the, is that is yeah. a question of when, not if. Yeah, when. Given then, the way it yeah. is going, though, and how it's happening, the CMA is not going to want to look the way the FTC is looking right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. They when, won't, because the FTC yeah. looks especially, especially <laughs> um, just inept is yeah. the word. Uh, yeah. And I'm thankful for their ineptitude, which I'm also not surprised about. Shout out to Luke Steele in the chat. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Marcus Goodwin is an absolute blind expert. So apologies for his bullshit, uh, Marcus. <laughs> um, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, Autarcade with a two dollars super chat hits the facts. FTC's trials better. Uh, the FTC trial was had better announcement than the Sony showcase. In fact, it did. We got Indiana Jones confirmed. We had we know PlayStation tried with stop. PlayStation's tried basically doing everything that people cry about consolidation across the board with all these first parties scarily so rapidly aggressive phil spencer said that even in uh, for games that they released that on playstation their first party whatever money that playstation made they used against what wait so can we that's that is a fucking crazy top uh, point and they got over 50 uh, games on PlayStation. But they said they use the I'm revenue. Sorry. What when I hear that, I'm like, so what so, I mean, they, they're just using their money. I that I, I didn't understand. I don't understand the big so Mike, I may be ignorant to it, right? I don't understand the big deal for that as far as we're using money that we made 
to make deals. That's what you do with the money you make, right? Isn't that not, that's not a doesn't Microsoft use the money they make to to make other deals? Like, for, I mean, I don't understand. It's, 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 yeah, okay. it's weird to be that specific because no. Jim Ryan can be like, "No, I, I'm, we use the money that I saved by not flying to court. That's how we got these deals." <laughs> 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 there's, there's, what? How many games? How many PlayStation games on Xbox? Uh, one. MLB, right? MLB, MLB, uh, Destiny, MLB, Destiny and MLB. Destiny, right? yeah. yeah, Destiny right. and MLB. Microsoft has through acquisition and Microsoft have 50 games on PlayStation and they get the 70 30, the 70 30 split. 50 games, right? Yeah, that's oh, I've got the that's a lot of money. Tom Warren's Twitter profile is actually really good for this. Uh, he got it, Phil Spencer on the point of Starfield. He said, When we heard that Starfield was potentially also going to end up skipping xbox we can't be in a position as a third place console where we fall further behind on our content ownership so we've had to secure content to remain viable in this yeah. business which is what you were saying post up like yeah. the, the viability was in question um yeah. and this is the point this is the quote uh Asa, this very specific point this is a quote from phil spencer he says Every time we ship a game on PlayStation, Sony captures 30% of the revenue that we do on their platform, and then they use that money amongst other revenue that they have to do things to try and reduce Xbox's survival on the market. I don't know how he knows whether how they're using that money. He's like, how does he know he, they specifically use that money to merge hey, them? Crazy. He's, He's saying, just, look, we paying them. <laughs> I, to get I, us up. <laughs> I think what he's Man trying to is romanticizing it, but all he's yeah. basically saying there is they're very aggressive. That they, yeah. whatever money that they make, they don't let up yeah. in their attempts at eliminating us yeah. out of the space. Exactly. As, that's why he I'm said sorry, it was a threat. But and that's he said it was a threat. He said it and was a threat. As they should. And just being honest, if, exactly. if, if, if I'm making some money, you're my fine. competitor. And I want to outdo you. Yeah, if I'm making some money, I don't care where I got it from. Yeah, I'm gonna. I don't it. see Just no issue with that. I, I tell that to the FTC. Absolutely. But tell it to the FTC and the CMA. Why? Why? Why does Phil Spencer have to breastfeed Sony? Thank you. And then Sony's out here fucking using the same milk to spit into an urn filled with poison. And then bite on Phil Spencer's nipples the second what? time round huh? and cause blood poison. Sir. I can't figure this. Weird blood is he's, st- he's staring at something like he's reading this, and there's no freaking way. <laughs> I thought it was a super chat. I thought it was a super chat. <laughs> no, it wasn't a super chat. It was just a crack in my head. He's definitely um, reading his fan fiction, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, another bit that came out of this was if you wanted to know how much of a prick Bobby Kotick can be even as a businessman or how ruthless, Activision refused to bring Call of Duty to Xbox at all unless Microsoft went beyond the 70-30 split. Aggressive. Uh, Aggressive. We making enough money on PlayStation, we don't need you. I'm almost certain. I could be wrong. They're probably asking because it's come out, unless I'm going crazy, it's come out that PlayStation gives Activision a better cut. They, they don't get, it's not a 70, it's more likely 80 20 between PlayStation and Activision. I'm almost mm-hmm. certain that Activision just saying, hey, you need to match it. I Even think it's just part of negotiations. 
Yeah, playing. even though PlayStation's getting more because they're getting exclusive stuff so they're making more money on it in the end, Activision's like, hey, we're doing 80-20 with Sony, and which Sony can't afford to do it because most of the costs on PlayStation because they're getting the exclusive uh, they're maps, they're getting exclusive skins. So they, they're leveraging that, saying, hey, the they want 80-20, power. I yeah. want 80-22. Just like every yeah. other developer. <laughs> so when, when this came up, who was point scoring with this fact? Was this in Microsoft's favor or was this in the FTC's favor? Well, the FTC um, let it slip. They've been letting a lot of um, redacted uh, confidential information. Oh slip. yeah, yeah. The reason I asked is because to me, I think this was this was in like it was Microsoft's line of questioning. They were trying to show like how how weak they are and how they they need this because like this terrible thing has happened to us. But like this is something that the FTC should be latching onto because what this tells you is that Call of Duty is massively significant and important. Like they have the power to bully the industry with this IP. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't do it though. They, they didn't. They, and I think I some think of them actually so said that. Hey, so we're gonna need you to stop. Yeah, Lena Khan is listening to we're gonna need everything. You to stop, bro. You keep, we're gonna need you to stop, player. That's not even. It's not even a massive point, and I'm just I'm surprised at how incompetent they, they seem to be with the arguments that I've heard, and I'm not following it closely. Yeah. But I just look from the outside, like you should what? actually Why are you hear missing them, even the pros. points. Yeah, <laughs> and if I'm yeah. Xbox and if I own Call of Duty, Activision Blizzard, when it's on PlayStation, I'm gonna tell them, "Hey, bro, deal still stands. It's eighty twenty. You're not yeah. getting thirty yeah. percent." But see, that's the issue. That's the issue. That's the di- that's the issue, right? That's why, um, and it, this came up in in the trial. Um, that's why um, Jim Ryan hasn't signed the deal. He's trying to get an even better deal than what Activision is currently offering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's in the he's in the driving seat now. Yeah, if, uh, he's, because he's played his cards right. Yeah, he's played his cards right. Well, and once again, he's degree. leveraging the Long market power. Spot. He's leveraging the market power and the success of Call of Duty on their system to try to give get an even better deal than what Activision is offering. Even to the point where he's saying that um, then if if Microsoft get Activision, they will not get any PS6 um, dev kits. So like, that. Is another one <laughs> that we found out where Sony Asa, did you read did you know about this point? Um that Phil um so Jim Ryan basically said that um if the deal will go through, what was it? What is it? Sony won't share a new console with a studio owned by its rival, is basically what he's saying. It would withhold the PlayStation 6 if the activation deal goes through because, um, you know, secrecy mm-hmm, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but Microsoft, I, I think, responded with that they did allow theirs, the, on, conversely, on the other side. I, I don't want to, like, piss on people's fun, but this wasn't an interesting quote to me because, for me, like, um, it's, it's a timing issue. If you're, you're Sony and you've got something in research and development today, it's, it's fairly likely that you would be pretty open with Activision to make sure that whatever features you're cooking are going to be fully leveraged for the launch of this new console well in advance. And yeah. you wouldn't... It's, it's a tricky one because NDAs exist. Microsoft did it with MLB? Well, yep. yeah, but they did, but that was pretty late in the day. Like Everyone knew what the Series X was by the time that, that negotiation happened. You're talking early days when a console is... When you talk about like, industry secrets, essentially, there is a point in time yeah, yeah. when you are researching a console, and these are industry secrets that you wouldn't share with a competitor. 
but NDAs do exist. And one of the most disappointing things that I've seen in this whole deal is that um, Xbox did say that they would leave Activision running like independently as a publisher after they acquire them, which is that, that took away a lot of my interest because I want to see changes for Blizzard. But well, yeah, like Bethesda. But for me, in that world, Sony could sign an NDA with the appropriate people at Activision after the acquisition and share mm. whatever they want to because NDAs are respected in business. Like they're, they're yeah. taken very seriously. But- um, but, but besides that, the point that they're making that they're not going to share their industry secrets with a competitor early doors. Like, yeah, that, that, that makes sense. So what? <laughs> generally, but doesn't it kind of set up set up the whole? Remember, Sony's big argument was we don't want Xbox to have the opportunity to degrade PlayStation. Uh, the PlayStation version, PlayStation version needs to be looking the same, running the same as Xbox. So if you don't give me the damn console <laughs> and, 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 and Call of Duty. Yeah. Your yeah. version yeah. of Call of Duty will not be anything close to the Xbox Sony can say, see, look. Yeah. Microsoft, uh, look, the, the, our, our version is Great 1080p, point. 30 FPS. Can't have it both ways. I told you. Well, Phil's, Phil pointed that out on the trial. Phil said, look, we want to put Call of Duty on PlayStation, but if Sony won't allow us, then, then that's pretty much on them. Sony did come out and elaborate that. Activision had input on some of the f- specific features that the PlayStation has, the PlayStation Five has, um, during its during the the development of the hardware and stuff. That Activision had input on certain features. Um, so I, I don't know. I think this is a bluff. I think this is um, Jim Ryan um, trying to maximize whatever he can to get as much out of Microsoft <clears throat> after this deal goes through. Because we know COD is we know COD is gonna um be there. And, yeah, and um Phil did come out and, and say, just like Asa was saying, publishing deals and, and contracts with games on PlayStation, those are two different things. And Phil yeah. said, Look, we are accustomed to shipping on, on PlayStation. We don't necessarily need a contract to put games there because we have delivered games there. But then he said in certain situations, there would be contracts in place. Like if Sony wanted the game from Microsoft or anything like that, especially if it's going on like PlayStation Plus, they will have to come to Microsoft and then start negotiating that. Like Minecraft Legends, for for instance. And they have to talk the numbers and things like that. Sony know Microsoft is for the tax thing. <laughs> tax thing. <laughs> It's for Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> get, and they and they're trying to, but on the flip side of that, Microsoft did come out and say, even Lulu came out and said that Microsoft offered Sony a better deal than what uh-huh. Activision offers now. So I don't know what you cannot to- blame Microsoft for yeah. not I, even freaking Warren Buffett yeah. was like. I, you have to give Microsoft props. They have tried for not yeah. lack of wanting to make this deal. They have been extremely, mm-hmm. extremely open and like to not yeah. even resilient, but really forthcoming uh, in trying to get a deal done. Uh, yeah. And Warren Buffett was someone who initially he knows. He's uh, yeah. on the board. <laughs> yeah, all the shares he owns. Yeah, he's, he 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 knows his <laughs> shit. I know because the moment he said crypto was gonna die. I lost everything. <laughs> so he was right. Um, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it's a weird one. So we had that as well uh, come out. And then we said, um, so we've also found out that Microsoft, Microsoft has already considered skipping PlayStation for Activision, other Activision content, which is fun, which is good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. Microsoft also considered making Minecraft Dungeons exclusive to PC and Xbox as well, but eventually shipped it. Microsoft also hasn't made a decision on Elden Ring, it says, and Outer Worlds 2 hasn't got a definitive answer yet. Exclusive. I think a lot of it is them being vague. Exclusive. It's yeah. Exclusive. <laughs> it's exclusive. I think so. I think so too. But he's getting away with as much as he can under oath. He was told to go on oath, and it was really fun, uh, fun listening to this part. Repeatedly, under oath, uh, he testified. I testify. I think it was a bit loose in some of the wording as well, though. He testified it, but then they made the qualifier that if Sony is playing ball, but you have to talk about contractual clauses as well, notwithstanding some of the, mm. the provisions there. But that he's not a lawyer there. He won't he won't appreciate how broad his uh, mm-hmm. his testimony was there and covenant to withhold uh, to enter the deal. But it shows in mm. earnest Microsoft Phil Spencer is not lying. If you had any doubts that the, you know, oh. they will honor the deal, COD two, will stay on. Two things I want to talk about. A lot of this. This just tells me Xbox Phil been in survival mode. Yeah. For the brand. He's been in survival mode. We're, we're actually getting a peek into it now. And and the more and more they that they've broken down the Xbox business during this trial, he's been in survival mode. And when you're in survival mode, yeah. Of course you're gonna have thoughts of Minecraft, one of the biggest IPs in your stable. Yeah, yeah. With the reach it has. To make it exclusive, of course you thought, yeah, because you need to do everything you can in terms of profit margins. Because Amy ain't playing. You have meetings with her every month. She want to know every single number, dime, ten cent, penny, where <laughs> that where it's coming from. You didn't already yeah. said that, right? So yeah. if I'm in field shoes, of course I'm thinking. Well, we need my, maybe we need to make Minecraft exclusive to generate to bring some more people into our system so we can start generate profit. But no, what you do, you fall back and say, no, we still gonna, we're still gonna make it a multi-platform. One yeah. of the other things that we haven't got to, right? And, and this on Jim Ryan. I'm so mad that they made his deposition sealed. <laughs> and get to hear what he said on that video. Well, bitch, I wanted to hear him <laughs> there stammering and lying. He's like liar, liar. He yeah. couldn't be there. <laughs> yeah. And the reason why I, I think if Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan was on an oath in a deposition, right? So he, 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 he swore to everything he was saying in the deposition. Yeah. That's different than being under oath in a courtroom in front of a judge. Mm. He didn't want to get caught lying. He couldn't lie in front of a judge, right? Because the email, which we need to talk about. Oh yeah, tell the tell the chat about this email, please. Post up, introduce because they won't know. Okay, (laughs) perfect background from fame on there as well. (laughs) Okay, so basically, in a nutshell, right? When on the day that the deal was announced, right, Jim Ryan pretty much came out and said that he wasn't worried about PlayStation not having COD. That they was going to continue to have it and that they'll be okay. He also said this acquisition was not about exclusivity. He said it's bigger than that. He said, I'm not happy that it's it's happening. You know what I'm saying? But we'll be okay. We'll be more than fine. 
Because we've got it's, good things cooking. That's because we, have, we have good things cooking. And this is okay. a conversation he was having with a former executive of PlayStation. This was yep. an email conversation, right? But what was, was he saying to regulators? <laughs> well, since Phil Spencer brought it up there, they only offered us this. Well, you lying piece <laughs> of shit! Well, what? that's the thing. Because <laughs> months, right after that, Right after he said those things in that email, he gets ahead of Microsoft and hops on the plane and starts flying around the world uh, yeah. and saying the opposite to regulators. And Lulu Cheng, I just want to block your merger. But he's saying, uh, over there, and this is where that, remember when, he, when they said that they, um, that guy from Microsoft said that they're lying in Brussels and yeah. they're saying this stuff? And all of this points to that. This points to that yeah. email, unless you think it's doctored, is quite clear. It talks about it. He says it. We, we're not worried. <laughs> like, we know they're going to make it because it makes no sense. Like, yeah, As the judge is reading that, and that's coming from Sony, that console argument is an absolute it, shambles. Shambles. The whole case is in shambles. Well, the, the whole case is. I'm, I'm <laughs> so what's happening next week? Can you just remind me? Because I've yes. got my own life to lead. But hold on, hold on. I was listening to this at work while I was doing a legal report. And I'm like, this is interesting now. Even Asa, I think you'd have actually found it interesting. Asa, you need to listen to... like It, it is not dry. It's so much I will stuff. tell you that, Asa. It is so entertaining hearing the voice. Got packed up. It's so much stuff that we packed up for broadcasting it. Yeah. So, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't said, broadcast so I YouTube it. channels that got pack, packed up for broadcasting. That was why I, I, I looked people. I was like, why are some of the YouTube channels uh, broadcasters at the bottom? It says not not free broadcasting the download. Yeah, you can't do channels. It said under yeah. article, this is do not do this. And this, that's federal. You look, yeah, yeah, yeah. federal. Look, I, I warned people, I made two tweets about it, and people were still broadcasting. Asa, you will, in terms of, it's not no fanboys. It, this is behind the scenes game industry stuff. Yeah. That I think well, you I can would do love though, Post. I can, I can sit here and play games and just get the juicy bits from you. Yeah, yeah, well, you can do that too, bro. You can do that too. Well, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's yeah. like the support. The support. I ain't mad at you. That's why we value your input as well. We're getting your information from you. Definitely not getting it from Florian since he blocked me. Uh, not that I want his information. But Jay Rembert with a $2 super chat. Will they put COD on Game... Wait till they put COD on Game Pass. Hashtag yeah. numbers. That won't that, happen until yeah. after 2025. After 2024. So 2020... Yeah, 2025, 2026. 20, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's somewhere in 20... They said in a court um, 2025. People were thinking... Because that PlayStation deal goes through, through next year, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, I think it goes. Yeah, but I don't know if they're talking about fiscal year um, when they're saying it, but in the court case, they brought up 2025 when they when they was talking about when call, when um, PlayStation marketing agreement is over. I thought it was 2024, but in the court case, they said something about 2025. This was from Microsoft. So I, I don't know. Um, but it's what we got coming up is... Satya Nadia, the CEO of Microsoft, um, Tim Stewart, the CFO of gaming, Lori Wright, the corporate um, VP of Microsoft, um, 
they're going to testify. They're going to be on the stand. <laughs> then you got um, witnesses that Microsoft is calling um, Liz Bailey, which is the vice president of Charles River Association. I don't know what that is. You got uh, Dennis Carlton on the University of Chicago Economics, Amy Hood, the CFO of Microsoft, Bobby Kodak, Activision CEO, Steve Singer, Last Nintendo. Lord of hell. Ooh, Nintendo. Hell <laughs> Nintendo Senior VP. He's for the Get cross-examined. Uh, Armin Garza, Activision CFO. He's getting cross-examined. Then um, that's Navi- more gameplay than Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. Nvidia VP, uh, Vice President, GM of GeForce. Now he's gonna be there. Nvidia Senior VP of GeForce. He gonna be there. And then Dr. Robert Lee, who is uh, the FTC Economics uh, from Harvard University. So I think the the Bobby Kotick. In the Satya Nadalia cross examine by itself. Yeah, it's that's going gonna be, be beast. <laughs> it's gonna be beast. That's gonna be. Yeah, I think Bobby Kotick will fuck up. I think Satya will do a good job. It's gonna be beast. Yeah, but it's gonna be. It's Lulu. So did you say? Did you mention Lulu? No, Lulu. Um, I think that she, she's a bit too much of a Rottweiler. She said, "You, she's a, you yeah, stay yeah. away." Wow. You stay, and I think Lulu runs comms. I think she's on. She runs comms. She's VP of comms. Oh, so okay, yeah. She's not going to testify, but who? And so, you know, by oh, shout out to Sarah Bond. So Pete Hines went before. Pete Hines seemed a little bit shaky. He wasn't that strong. He was okay. <laughs> oh, oh, bro, he was fine, but. Sarah Bond was really good. Like no. she was almost. I think she actually convinced the judge to subscribe to Game Pass. And she she was that speaking. lawyer like an amateur. Bro, she, she was one of them lawyer in circles. Yeah, I, I was impressed by that. I also yeah. didn't know her credentials. She, she goes, "Where did you start? Yale, and then Harvard, and then where did you work?" I was like, "T-Mobile, Vice." Yeah, yeah, I was like, "What? Our These resume are not my Nasty. Damn, man. How resonant. That nasty. attractive and that intelligent. She's yeah. the next Phil Spencer. Yeah. I'm not saying that Phil Spencer is attractive or I not attractive. <laughs> I'm, of the, I'm of the belief that she's going to run Activision. Okay. I'm not. When, when all of this said. Can you imagine done, the, the optics of that? Bobby Kotick goes and she comes in. And I think she's been getting prepped for it. That's why she's been side and side, side and side with Phil Spencer at every. Mm. I think she's getting prepped for, and the optics will fit. Because oh, if you look, um, definitely. If you look at the um, optics, definitely fit. The, the board team <laughs> that they set up for um, Activision on Microsoft website, it's it's more women than men on on, on that board. Oh, and okay. I think the opti- optics will fit well in terms of mm. what's been going on with the employees. So be I don't know. I could be wrong. I think it'll be I good. want some changes in Activision and Bobby yeah. needs to go. Um, and I would have a lot of faith. I think the, the yeah. optics would be incredible. And I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's simple as optics as alone. I think yeah. there would be a discernible difference at Activision with Sarah Bond I think she'd do a great job, too. I think she'd yeah. do a yeah, That's what job. I mean. Yeah, yeah. She, she'd be incredible there. Yeah. I think she will definitely be really... Uh, I, I want to see her in, uh, in a more senior position at Xbox. Yeah. And I think that's a very good shout, by the way, post up on her taking over ABK. That could be very interesting. I've not heard that before. Um, I, think, I think that's what she's been getting prepped for. A lot yeah. of people thought it was to take uh, Phil position, but I don't think Phil's going anywhere anytime soon. No. 
I think she's being prepped Couple specifically years. for that role. Yeah, I think she's being prepped specifically uh, for that role. Uh, yeah. I know I could be wrong, but I think it. I think I think it's a perfect match. Yeah, and I, I'd, lo- I'd definitely love to see her. Um, uh, the, by the way, if the people went their cult and everyone went to game showcase, they said Sarah Bond is just such a down to earth, just super chill person as well. Like she's like legit. They're really nice. Some others are not so nice. Not at Microsoft. I think he is okay with everyone at Microsoft. Yeah, because about my, other people, booty, media, media people. Like, testimony like, was pretty shaky, booty, 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 but he he ended booty. he ended strong. Pete Hines was the weakest. He act, and I don't. It was more on the emotional level of oh yeah, well, you was, know, PlayStation. I apologize. They played yeah. the clip with the GameSpot chap, and but, I was like, okay. I mean, that goes to it shows about your intention, but then he brought it back in that the yeah. advantage of making an exclusive just yeah. for Xbox and PC. And, and then and I just the, didn't like the part where he was field. saying that he didn't understand why um, Bethesda games are exclusive and Activision games, certain Activision games will remain multi-platform. And I think that was his personal um, feelings on the matter. And I think the judge understood that just because it's his personal opinion, he's not in a position to make any decisions. So yeah. even his personal opinion didn't matter. But Look, we're trying to win this deal, man. Look, man, go <laughs> go somewhere else with that. I thought he has. I'm just saying, but but I respect it because it gave a you know a different, the opposite of uh, angle of the deal in terms of you know a person from Microsoft actually saying, look, I don't understand this. Why we got to make our games exclusive and why certain Activision games? That's a that's remain. a good point because you, what you don't want is a bunch of very and I'm sure there's a lot of coaching going yeah. on that led to this appearance as you always yeah. coach your witnesses and absolutely, but that kind of stuff can't help because it goes to show that there's a degree of sincerity, sincerity. when these guys are here. Exactly. Um, so I think overall it helps on the basis combined with the FTC's really poor line of questioning yeah. Asa do not talk publicly about anything anymore no tweets no tweets Asa is the ops Asa is the ops we don't need Asa being called to the stand as a witness at this point I think the FTC will pull it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but Sarah Bond up until um, Phil Spencer took the stand Sarah Bond, her testimony, how she handled it, the calmness, the way she elaborated on her answers to make it, to simplify it for the judge, where the judge didn't have to ask ask too many questions in terms of what she was talking about. And Phil did the same thing. Sarah Bond did an incredible job. Yeah. An incredible. And like- I was um, very surprised. Like I said, she damn near sold the judge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gave up. Just like I get what now, and it costs what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was really good, and she was talking about uh, what game is it? Planet of Lana as well. Like it's a beautiful game. And she's like, there was a passion there. I don't think yeah. that was feigned. If she is feigning it, she's so good at acting because I was like, I can't tell. Um, there was that giddy kind of element of it. Uh, some of it will be um, devised. Purposely. I gotta, um, I gotta but... get out of here early, guys. Okay. I gotta go pick up my lady from work. 
Um, okay. But I just wanted just to make get sure. Ready, get ready for court itself. We're, we're just no, about to wrap up. Are you okay, able to stay in for the next five minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Let okay. Me, I just wanted we're to let you wrap know, it up. You know how yeah. we get. To, I can talk yeah, about yeah. this all day. Uh, we can. We can. We can it's as well. So but, much uh, we missed too. <laughs> there is a lot. There is a lot there. But next week we'll have a whole new facet with this. Okay. So it'll be interesting. Dead Planet with a $5 super chat. It feels like we were entering an era where Sony focusing on gas feels like bad timing. Dead Planet? That's a good chat. While Xbox is about to have a massive slate of RPGs, single-player games coming. That's actually on point, Dead Planet, as exactly mm-hmm. what I'm thinking. They got late in the game. It feels like the gas is bad timing. He's, he's got a point there, I feel. I feel like... I'm not saying that it's too late. One good gas game and everyone will be talking about it. But I agree with you there, Dead Planet. That's pretty pretty, pretty cool. Uh, games Lord with a two, two euro super chat. Activision should ask for 90-10 compensation for uh, yeah, the lower market. They'll, at this rate, they will ask for it. The bold bastards. Hoggy Chani. Good to see you, bro. He goes, thank you for the super chat. He goes, we got another announcement at the FTC PI trial. Elder Scrolls 6 is five years out. Yeah, that's another one. Um, where Phil Spencer was saying like a roundabout. Was it Phil who said it? So, Basically. Launch game for the new Xbox. So yeah. it seems somebody counted how many times the FTC said Sony at the hearing yeah. versus how many times they said consumer. <laughs> yeah. And they said 72 times they said Sony. <laughs> and only said consumer 11 times. Wow. Wow. And the as it was mad. happening, <laughs> as it was happening, people were tweeting, they are not mentioning the word consumer or even it was all yeah. it was all based on is exactly what we were saying. That yeah. Lena Khan is literally out to protect. So like yeah. it didn't need to be that way. It's not just because we're export no. saying it. It's like you're supposed to be an independent regulator. Yeah. Why are you acting as counsel for Sony? Yeah. It's not your job to help the market leader. Do you not understand? But don't he, he think they have the facilities to, for that. <laughs> he tried to get, and the judge cut him off and told him to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, he tried yeah, to yeah. get Phil Spencer to promise Diablo to PlayStation. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck's he doing with that? What are you doing? The guy did not know. Promising Diablo <laughs> on PlayStation. To put Diablo and other Activision games on PlayStation. Oh, what? The fuck? He this definitely got an bet- auto account he, on Twitter. I, I he definitely got the auto yeah, account yeah. on Twitter. He, he literally asked Phil <laughs> to promise that he will put Diablo in other Activision games on PlayStation Cloud from an <laughs> FTC lawyer. Yeah. And the judge says, uh-uh, I don't really need that. Uh, go- Cut him off, told him to... It's ridiculous. There's a resetter user there, or a ponies. The Lord, it's just mad. Tim Purr, thank you so much for the $20 uh, Canadian super chat. He goes, Phil Spencer said under oath, I will not be the one to break the exclusivity deal we make here today. Wait until Sarah Bond takes over. It will be the baptism of fire. The, uh, judge, the judge did make Phil Spencer say under oath, yeah. And she grilled him. I think she asked him three times. She said, you're under oath. Yeah. Do you commit to keeping um, Call of Duty yeah. on PlayStation? And, and and he said it three times under oath. And yeah. when she said that and got that, I thought it was over right there. Yeah, I thought yeah, he kind of, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he, was a Spanish guy or some guy yeah. who's streaming it? 
and he was just like and he specified he was like because he was like i know that you know out there on in twitter and in, in socials that people think i'm being sneaky with this i'm talking about playstation now previous playstation and future iterations of playstation yeah call of duty uh will will be there you know what i'm yeah. saying he said it under oh so it's uh, not even it's obvious it was yeah. obvious to the cma that as far as that deal was concerned it's way beyond the console market it yeah. is way beyond the console market. i'm mindful of the time but and we could have gone on for longer but i just yeah. didn't we I'm a week. console market shrinking and why they going to mobile so, but we, 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 cook. we can do that next week you want me to come I'm going to come and cook with you <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> everyone we had just a, just a chill stream talking about it was even Ace enjoyed it he didn't he just pretends <laughs> not to do it but I'm going to DM Ace like, like the end of the tunnel so close <laughs> I'm going to DM Ace everything about <laughs> oh man! You know, it, honestly, Asa, like I know, like if in in the midst of life, you're working from home and you get just play it, and you it'll be very interesting to. I think you, I will challenge you not to find it interesting because, it, in my opinion, it is very interesting. But yeah. th- these are special times. We'll look back at this, whatever, however it pans out, whether it goes through or not. I think it will go through. I've always maintained it will go through. Not, I'll have egg on my face. We don't we'll find out none of this stuff that's being released. And it is crazy. It <laughs> I is mean, crazy. we found it. This is just a glimpse into the yeah. industry, but it's a very rare one. Yeah. And we will savor and use this information for years to come. This is how unique a look it is into the industry. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this show, please like, share, and subscribe, and do all that stuff if you're on Spotify and Google and all those uh, streaming platforms. Thank you for listening. Uh, and review us if you can, wherever you can. I hope you had a great time. Before we do that, we have to say goodbye. Oh, man. In no particular order, fame. I hope you had a good time. In yeah, show. man. Uh, I did. I, I appreciate I appreciate the second invite. Uh, you know, I can't wait to do this Absolutely. again. Uh, before we go, I want to say uh, somebody tell Cole Eastwood, quit ducking my DMs. <laughs> yeah, oh. Cole, you piece of shit. I see you in the chat. Quit ducking my DMs, Cole. Quit oh. ducking me. Cool. But yeah, uh, Asa, fine. you're the ops, but you're a real one. I appreciate you. <laughs> uh, Post, you know you're my boy. And Gas, yes, thank sir. you. Thank you again for the invite, man. Uh, I do a show every Wednesday, WSP Podcast, 6 p.m. Central Time. We be having guests and shit, and it be, it's real black, but we be having fun, so come check it out. So it's a good show. And shout out to Isla for uh, linking fame stuff, and then check it out, people. Post up. Appreciate it. As well, I hope you had a good time as well, bro. Tell the people where they can find you. Always a pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Rocking out with you, Asa, and my bro. Oh, thank you. Number one gaming man. And like I said, anytime, man. uh, You can catch me on Saturdays. um, State of gaming on 6 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can follow me on Twitter. Post up underscore S O G. I stay up with all the FTC um, gaming news and stuff like that. That's regarding this case. And you know, I'm a whether it goes through or not, I'm there 10 toes down to the wheels fall off. So we're going to see how it play out. Hey. <laughs> you feel me? Oh. They just, when the CMA block, they say, stop talking about it. I start <laughs> tweeting more. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here good. we are. <laughs> good, good. Always good. a pleasure rocking out with y'all. Thanks for having me, man. 
thank you for coming on, man. It was an absolute pleasure for us as well. Asa, should we do a quick sign out as the gents are going? Really quick, yeah. Um, fight me on Street Fighter tomorrow, you cowards. That's what I got. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, and ponies, don't worry. I'll play Final Fantasy. I'll, I'll watch Final Fantasy a little bit more you and I'll give you my it. updated thoughts. You Thank you so watch. much, everyone. Hit the like button and we'll see you very soon. Take care, peace. Looking at you, Colt. <laughs>